hate characters. Hello and welcome everybody to this week's episode of Lars Refuge. I am the storyteller William Boyles, and once again with me I have the wonderful crew of Mountain Inferno. We have Trill. Hello. We have Crawl. Hi hi. We have Crete. And last but certainly not least, we have Fio. Yo. So, uh, wrapping things up from the last session, you guys, uh, you guys had a little bit of change happening in your lives while you were in your downtime. Um, first, Crawl spent some time with his uh, staff, and I don't mean that in any kind of you know evocative way, but literally just talking with his staff, and ended up using some of its power to be able to help with fixing some memory issues that had been lingering around the uh, Barbely household. There had been some very powerful magic that had been hiding away the fact that Zill had previously lived here with the family for quite a while. Uh, Zill being Kral's former brother, whom he had also forgotten about, as if memory of him had been erased from the precinct itself. You guys also managed to, to successfully get Rupert saved by sending Lev to go and get him, but it seems that Lev did not manage to make it back with Rupert, but in fact had, was absorbed by Rupert as your little ten-year-old uh, bar boyfriend turned out to be uh, Magehan, the god of cantrips, who was a primal god who came from Alar and you guys found out a little bit about the divinity of Alar and how each of the levels of spells, 0 through 9, all have a god associated with them, and that that power had been used by the Guardians to lock the Nessessence away. When you guys found this out, uh, you had kind of pieced parts of this before because there had been some strange writings that Trill had found downstairs in the basement um, that his dad had been working on that showed this primal glyph drawings that were being used on the cages. Additionally, you guys also learned from talking with Rupert that the gods had been defeated by the Guardians, and that event happened at the, pretty much the same time that the great tree that your uh, staff is a piece of was also destroyed. This ended up having you guys go into quite a bit of discussion about the Nessessence themselves and the dragons and kind of different takes on what was going on uh but eventually you guys ended up uh you know chatting with rupert downstairs there was a very lovely chat between trill and rupert super loving uh nothing awkward at all happened in that conversation and then as you guys were down there you heard the beating of great wings as what sounded like a dragon landed outside Rupert took that as a sign that he wanted to leave for a little bit because he wasn't sure how he would react to Merrick after kind of being held prisoner? Not really held prisoner, but held and not told what he was, uh, especially when he, he believed that Merrick knew exactly what he was. And so he stepped out and ended up stepping into the shadows, similarly to Lev, and kind of disappearing out of the basement. 
Uh, and now you guys are down in the basement, kind of in the, the middle area right now, uh, trying to figure out what to do next. So do we go out and meet Merrick, or do we let him come into us? I don't know, what's considered polite in this scenario? I mean, he came here expecting to see Rupert, and we kind of just let him leave. So, I mean, Merrick was on his way regardless, whether or not Rupert is here. Yeah, He'll probably understand there's nothing we could have done. Yeah, I don't know if you can say we let Rupert leave. I don't know yeah. that we had much of a choice. Okay, that's fair. Well, I mean, at least they're here. This is good, right? I mean, we've been kind of, I'm not saying flying without direction or walking without direction um, for the rest of you. But, you know, now Merritt's here. So we don't have to, you know, do it all on our own anymore. He knows a lot more about all this than we could ever hope to. Hmm. But do we trust him? Yes. Wait, we do? Yes, right? Show of hands. Trill raises his hand like really high. I trust him. I trust that he's honest as much as he can be. (sighs) All right. Well, we invite him up for tea. Tea loosens lips, and um, I'm sure he'll explain things, and then we'll all be back on the same page, right? And everything will be fine. I mean. We'll have to see what he has to say. Okay. Uh, to you, you're the host after all. Yes, yes. All right, I'm going. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Trill kind of walks to the door, looks over his shoulder, makes sure everyone's following him, and then goes up. All right, I uh, was not following. What? She's okay. grabbing Crawl really quickly and being like, Dahlia's really excited for the dragons. Excited? Yeah. She's not talking to me, but I can just feel it. My staff is super, super, like, worried and unsure. Mm. I kind of agree with your staff more, but we'll see. Are you guys coming? On my way. I I would have spoken that loud enough that you would have definitely heard, Vex. Yeah, who are you talking to? Who's Vex? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's too many DMs. Great, we'll fix it in post. Nerd, nerd problems. Oh, yes. Uh, right. Great. Great, actually. I mean, I mean, he probably would have, like, watched the two of you, like, kind of, like, looked between you for a second, but wouldn't have said anything and just followed uh, Thriller. All right. All right, so you guys head out the back. Uh, the back entrance of this is kind of on. It is like to to get down here. Like I said before, mm-hmm. it's kind of a storm cellar walk down entrance to kind of get down here. So you're actually walking up like the back of the building, and so you don't initially see anything. Uh, as you guys make your way around the side, you see that that uh, actually everybody go ahead and make me a perception check. We'll see who sees this first or who doesn't see it at all. This is with special eyes, Mr. Crete. It's going to be an eight for me. 17. Is this outside? Yes. Seven for me. I got a 12. All right. 
Corbin got worse than I did. So, Crawl, you're actually the, the only one who notices it as you guys get around. Uh, all of you see that there is nothing outside that looks like it would have made this noise. Uh, but, Crawl, you spot on the ground where it looks like there are large indentations from... Uh, there's 12 large indentations. Kind of looking at it, spotting it, you then realize three dragons landed here. Does it look like they went inside? Uh, as you glance up, it does look like the little ladder has been let down, but the door is closed right now. But the ladder was up when you were last around here. All right. I will just point to the markings. I'll be like, it seems like he brought friends or family. What? Friends? Family? Oh, geez, you're right. Family. Oh, God, they're already upstairs. Um, all right. Uh, feel free to take the ladder, you know, walkers. Uh, I'll be upstairs. And I'm just, I'm going to just fly right up to the door, leave everyone else behind. With such disdain. <laughs> All right, you guys transition upstairs as you make your way inside. There are uh, four humanoids that are all sitting on the, the couches in your mom's kind of main living area. Um, you see and instantly recognize Merrick Drogan. Uh, those of you who, you know, Paid attention enough to remember when you were looking in the glass. Also recognize that Solace Grandmeyer is there. Uh, you see an unfamiliar kind of ashen-faced woman with her hair pulled up into a high ponytail wearing some very fine red robes. Um, you don't necessarily recognize her, but from piecing together, you're guessing that this is uh, Minerva. And you also see a figure that at first you don't recognize but as you kind of look at him a little bit more you've seen this person before this is the hooded uh guy who ha helped you in the duck fart and was left behind when that explosion happened you see him again sitting on this couch uh, large dragon scaled, uh, or large dragon born, um, red coloration on him. As he's kind of sitting there, and as you, you glance at him, it goes from him looking like a dragon born to him almost looking like he has regular skin, and he just looks like a very large humanoid, and it kind of shimmers in between the two. Hey, you're alive. Oh, uh,. I'm sorry. <laughs> you may have met another one of me. Uh, I'm Alistair Libane. How do you do? I'm Crawl. We're doing a I'm lot better now. Confused, but alive. Uh, yes, these are very confusing times. Uh, oh, yes. Welcome, welcome to... Uh... The Barberly household. Um, have you already met my mother? I'm assuming she's uh, getting you guys something to eat. Maybe tea. Do you guys need tea? Do you need anything? Uh, don't don't worry. Don't fret yourself over it. Uh, you hear Merrick start replying to you. Uh, uh, when we got here, Nasia was kind enough to uh, go with Pauline, and they're in the kitchen right now, kind of getting everything prepared. Oh, perfect, perfect. Um, yes. Uh. Oh, I'm Trill, by the way, for those of you I haven't met, I don't think. Um, I mean, I recognize two of you, and 
maybe three of you, but you said that was a different you, Alistair. Um, hello, everyone. You see that the two women just kind of nod towards you um, with kind of a, a, a grace that is very uh, well-bred is how you, you read it from both of them. Um, the ashen-skinned woman, uh, Minerva, who you have not met with before, every movement that she seems to make, like this is something that all of you can pick up with your passive uh, perceptions, uh, is very graceful. Uh, no wasted movement at all. Hmm. Um. Hmm. I hope you had a pleasant flight. Uh, here or what have you? Uh, Solace chimes up. It is always a problem when I have to ride on Merrick's back, but once again, I somehow managed to survive. Oh, yeah, that's one thing I, I guess I don't really have to worry about. <laughs> mm. I'll, I'll just look to Merrick and be like, he, he left. Oh. Um, he doesn't trust you, which I don't blame him in his position. Hmm. Why are you just giving all this information? I don't know what I would have ever done to cause mistrust. I mean, I I just took care of him. I mean, you kept his truth, his true life secret from him. I did not see it worth taking the life of somebody to reactivate a god. Wait, what was that last part? I did not want to take anyone's life to reactivate and awaken a god. Mm -hmm. You still told him. And if I had first met you and explained the truths of this world, would you have been able to comprehend them? Maybe. Nope. Perhaps, Probably not. Perhaps but, not. But I'm also not a god. Or a dragon. Anyway, he's, I just wanted to make sure you knew right off the bat. He, he's gone. Well, that's unfortunate, but as he is a fledgling god, I fear there are very few things that can stop him around here. Um, I assume that he's just not causing trouble. He never seemed like he was a bad kid. I mean, he's a rather seemed, good kid. Yeah, he did seem a little mischievous at times. He caused a lot of trouble. What do you know? He was no, a good kid. He worked with him for a while. Yeah, and he maybe told him he was amazing. It was awful. And why is that? Be because he's a god now, so he thinks he can lord it over me? No, why? Ugh. Well, look, anyway, point is, like, uh, I mean, see, I knew you had, I'm sure there, I knew there was a good reason why, you know, you were kept things from him and other things and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, um, how about we cut to the chase? Why are you here? 
It seems that there has been an unfortunate incident uh, happening in all four of our precincts at the same time. So, well, Minerva, do you want to let them know what you've learned so far? Minerva looks to you guys, and you start to hear her voice in your head, but her mouth is not moving. Uh, she is just telepathically putting these thoughts into your mind as, as she's talking. And it's less words than it is concepts that she is showing you. And the gist of what you end up getting from Minerva is they have done a little bit of research on their own to see what is going on. It appears that there is a nascent avatar in each of their precincts which is causing this upheaval. They decided they needed to try and band together to figure out what they were going to do with this, and since Merrick and Solace were already together, and Merrick had a safe place for everyone to meet, which is the Barbelly household, they all left from their various precincts and came here to start a, essentially a war council. Uh, Trill's going to raise his hand. You don't have to just, like, raise your hand if you want to talk, buddy. Oh, sorry. I wasn't sure when she was done talking in our heads. Um, question, uh, or well, not question, but perhaps a hole in that logic? Um, Minerva, ma'am. Uh, so, you, you're saying this place is safe, but isn't my father one of the necessants? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> he's a uh, uh that's why you looked familiar but you're okay huh? okay all right i i get it you're tarquin's boy uh so here's the kind of the long and short of it you're when your dad built this place i don't know if you when you were coming here i'm sure you had kind of a rough time uh, yeah 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 uh, i mean a little you know i'm kind of used to it it, he would he would have the same problem. So, I mean, when you look at it from that perspective, there's not a lot of places that would be able to keep them out for very long. This will at least give us a couple of minutes warning. I mean, he wouldn't, like, kill me, would he? Uh, he may not, but that thing that's inside him may push him to do it anyway. Do you have any idea what their actual goals are? They want to be free. What steps have to happen for them to become free so that we can plan for this? Well, with the necessants out of their bodies, uh, well, you know, in, in avatars right now, their, their actual core selves are still locked away. Uh, for them to actually be freed, they would they would essentially have to stop the energy that we are using to keep them trapped away, which is powered by the arenas here. Gotcha. So, by causing chaos and destruction in the arenas, and by getting people to stop fighting in them, they are slowly weakening the bonds we can use to hold them. I see. 
Does is it only the arena within the precinct that matters for their oh, cage? No, no. We we think that this is a a first step, easiest place for them to be able to get out, cause havoc, kind of a thing. Okay. We've been kind of tracking them as best we can, and three of them haven't actually even left the precinct that they got free from. Uh, it only seems that one of them, the uh, I think his name is Heru, that that one has seemed to be able to move around between precincts. The others have kind of stayed where they are. Wait. Just Heru. Wait, are you, are you saying my, my dad's still in this precinct? Oh, he didn't get taken in this precinct, kid. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, it, it was Zill, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, Zill was taken over in this precinct. He's definitely taking... He's definitely impersonating Resic. Um, oh, uh, so... I'm assuming you guys have a plan. Wait, 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 before we get to plans. Uh, I'm sorry, interrupting myself. Sorry to my myself. Um, the Guardians, why are they not helping? I mean, aren't, aren't they kind of, like, invested in this? Mm, in a way, they are helping. How? They just left. They are reinforcing the walls around these places, which is what is currently keeping these nessicents at bay. Uh, unfortunately, when the gentleman was able to get into the basement at the Casino Imperial, because somebody didn't increase her security like I suggested, he was able to slip out before we realized what happened. So, let's talk big picture here. What happens if the Nessicens get out? Well, each of them would rain their various form of destruction down on all of the people who live here and would eventually grind away at what has been for millennia now worked on in an attempt to save all of the various multiverses. Not say what? By sucking the life, the magic out of all the chumps who live here? Well, if I told you that your death would spawn millions upon millions of new lives, wouldn't you think that that is a greater good in the long run? If it's my choice. Your choice would have been to have died in the multiverse calamities that you in. You chose well, either you or your forebears chose to come here and live out their lives as best they could. What, Hell, about, what about my forebears? Yeah. Well, uh, you're half-orc, so I assume you came here like everybody else. Wrong. What about the people of this land before us? Hmm? What happened to them? What happened to their gods? They all got screwed over. Unfortunately, war can have casualties. Unfortunately is not acceptable. That means no one is to blame, and someone is to blame for this. 
So we should have instead had left you all to die in your calamities so that you would not exist? That's the way it was meant to be. If you see a child about to get run over by a cart, would you pull him out of the way or would you let the cart take him? That is not the same. It is the exact same thing. Um, I hate to uh, disagree with you, sir, um, and also to agree with Fio, um, but it's, I actually it kind of see what she's saying, because what you're suggesting is that you're pulling the kid away from the cart, and in doing so, you back into someone else and push them into the ocean where they drown. Mm-hmm. Listen, all of the life on this one planet isn't even all of the life in this universe. There are thousands upon thousands of planets like this one. Each of them with people living lives thinking that they're the center of it. We are a... And you see at this point, Merrick kind of puts a hand up. I understand that this is all very difficult to, to, to comprehend, and we're all dealing with ethics that are far among the station of any of us here. But I think that it is key to keep in mind that we are only here and alive because of the Guardians, and by the time they've finished doing what it is they're doing, several thousand more years will have passed. Your children's 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 children may end up having to deal with this issue, but it's not like it's happening anytime soon. And if these beings get released, then all of those people are in great and grave danger. How old are you all? You can't just ask someone that. Were you here when the Guardians arrived? We were summoned here. And you see that it takes a few minutes for him to think about it, as like he's kind of mulling through his, his mind. I think we've been here about 2,000 years now. It was, it was about a thousand years after they had started the process, and it was getting to a point where the Nessessons themselves were beginning to emerge. And in an effort to keep it contained for as long as possible, they came and they had found each of us in various calamities and brought us here to assist. You say they. Um. It's the Guardians. Yeah. And these Guardians were built by the first arrivals? Oh, no, the Guardians were actually built by one of the civilizations going through a calamity in an effort to stop it from eradicating all life and leaving nothing. But they, but they, but they did bring the Guardians here, right? They set the Guardians out in an effort to cast a spell on a grand scale. They themselves, though, from they themselves, though, from everything we have gathered, did not make the journey. 
So they set a force upon the universe and then faded from existence without any knowledge or even awareness of what could happen as a result of it. So in essence, we all don't really understand what's happening to its fullest extent. I think for I think in their minds the sheep does not need to know the end of the road. They just need to be comfortable on the farm. That's what one sheep? of the problems that I see with this entire situation. Mm-hmm. Wait, what what sheep? Yeah, they're calling all of the people You're on this a planet sheep. sheep. The flock? That's a better way to say flock. Anyway, that in and of itself has stripped every person here from true potential. What potential do you lack here? Our existence in this space is controlled in a way that is meaningless in the grand scheme of the universe. You are free to leave at any time. Specifically because... The only thing these guardians do is perpetuate a cycle. They do not solve a problem. They are solving a problem. The end of the multiverse. And then it happens again, right? That is a good question. I don't know. So, the fact of the matter is, is that if we are not making an effort to stop the calamities, then... Standing around and allowing whatever the Guardians are doing now is complacency and being complicit in maybe not an intentional atrocity, but an atrocity nonetheless. If we focus only on what the negative things that could come, though, anything that we could or possibly would want to do could be construed as evil in a totality of it. We can't comprehend what will happen hundreds of thousands of years from now, but we can make an effort to try and restart something that is dying out. Each of these worlds that these people are coming from are dying in the calamities. It is not like it is a small event. This is life everywhere becoming extinct. And an effort by those people to attempt to keep life going. And to the end that this goes, yes, there will be some who are harmed. But their lives are full and well. They're free to do as they wish. Oh, Have you ever gone hungry? Have you ever had want for something you could not seek out to do? Um, yeah. You really think this whole arena, like, that's the law, is good for people? It keeps people from... It favors the powerful and crushes the weak. And it doesn't allow people to change. There's no dynamic energy in this existence. It's only static. And for people that make the choice to not live here, under the rules of the Guardians in the arena, 
they do face starvation and issues because they're thrust out of this perfect society. Let me ask you a question. One one second. Are you part of the flock? We are here similarly to the Guardians. So at the end of this, you're not going to be used up. You're just using all of us. Oh, no, we we will certainly be used, just as the Guardians will be used in the spell. But it was your choice? You all knew of this grand scheme, and you accepted that. Yes. Do you not see the great good we are doing? Like, you, you are very stuck yeah. on the fact that even if, even if a billion people die on this world, each multiverse we will be creating will have more life than that. Life will go on. Magic will go on. Hope will still be around. I don't disagree with taking whatever action can be taken to preserve life and the universes. The end of whatever this is is something that would be necessary if it got to the end of it. Again, my struggle to comprehend and agree to the world that we are understanding at this point is that we are not doing anything to change the future. We are only waiting for it to happen. But like- yes, I'm individually... My might experience a long and fulfilling life, but it is, in my opinion, meaningless in the long run, because everything that I ever was or is will be wiped out and turned to dust to be transformed into something completely different that I will that no one will ever know of. You, and at this point, it's Solace who kind of chimes in. <clears throat> you are a Goliath, yes? Do you live on the, the rim here? Yes. And when new Goliath children come into the tribe, how, what is the general reaction in the clan? What do you mean? Is it a joyous moment? The birth of any person is a joyous moment, yes. And why is that joyous? And why is that moment good for those people? Because they believe there's meaning in existing. And if your meaning in existing was to foster billions of new universes, each full of people with a chance to thrive and survive and solve this problem. This doesn't solve a problem. It waits to be a victim. It is not a solution. It is a last resort. It is the final moment where a planet or this universe is going to try one last push to survive. It doesn't understand. While everyone here waits and sits 
as something out there is slowly killing the universe we all know or could know better if we just fought back. And how do you propose we do that? By understanding it better than we do now, not sitting around. And how are you going to do that? I don't know, but it will be something more than whatever this is. I like it when it gets angry. Well, we've had thousands of years to research this, and we have no new information on it. So we have maintained a status quo, and we are working towards something that we believe will be helpful. If your group does not believe that our help is necessary, we are more than happy to leave. Merrick starts to try and oh. ch chime up. To, to say something, and she immediately gives him a death glare. I have had enough of being talked down to by people who do not understand the totality of what they are dealing with. I'm leaving. If you need me, you know where to find me, Merrick. And she gets up, and she moves towards the door. Is anybody going to try and stand in her way? Nope. I kind of want to chime in as before she's leaving. What if the Nessicents are what destroyed all the other universes? And as you say that, she doesn't make any response and leaves. Well, this is going great. Hmm. I thought being 2,000 years old, she'd be a little more patient. Think she's two thousand years old. No, she might be. Well, what if? Back to my question: What if the Nessicents are what destroyed all the other galaxies? I mean, we think that we have some foolproof plan to. Let's just say that what you're doing is right, for the sake of argument. I mean, these Nessicents came from nothing, and all we can do is try and contain them but you know they found a way out and well to that point trill i think that's an excellent point they're here because society got so big so society is going to do the same in every one of these multiverses well yeah but according to who i mean we don't know if that's what happened that's what we've heard but okay is that I what mean, happened well that she's looking to the the three sitting on the couches uh, you get an image back into your head of kind of the first precincts coming into existence and it being a calm and peaceful place where things just kind of naturally occurred, but there was already that whole keeping people alive in place. But, but like, nothing seems weird at first. And then you see it kind of in your head as the precincts grow out and grow out that things start happening Famines start hitting and hitting like entire precincts where everything that is like plant like all withers and dies. You see different areas where entire precincts end up getting themselves exiled because there is just so much infighting that is spilling out outside of the arenas. And then you see the arrival of all four of them. So yes, you know that she has to at least be 2000 years old. Um, and you see them meeting with the Guardians, and you see a giant floating 
island where a massive pit has been dug. And then you can see that that massive pit is quartered. And then you see large bars being installed. You see that there is mage after mage working on runes on these things, giving you kind of an idea that it it took some time for them to be able to carve and craft this. Um, and you see an initial attempt to, to seal away the nescence. And in that initial attempt, you see that each of them, after they were sealed in, were able to break back out. Um, then later you see essentially a rebuilding period, and then you see additional marks now going on to the runes. You get an image of a tree falling, and it just the, the tree seems absolutely massive to you. And then after the tree falls, you see that the runes are completed on the jail cells and the necessants are finally sealed away. When that happens, you see that life in the cities returns to normal. Did we all see this? Nope, just file. So... That answer my question if they're from elsewhere as well, or just here. That is the only thing that she knows of them, and she gave you all pretty much everything she knew. Um, so Trill doesn't know any of this, so he's gonna just keep on blabbing. Um, but I mean, like, if the assistants, you know, they—I mean, they—they they, either they came from nothing, and I guess. The theory is they just came because of civilization, which doesn't seem to make any sense. And wouldn't it be more likely, or if not as likely, that the Guardians, maybe, who knows, accidentally brought them here when they were saving other civilizations? The Nessicents existed here beforehand. Uh, actually, there are quite a few... Uh stories in the old lands of the kingdoms of the south falling victim to them. Uh, massive famines, wars, plagues. That's just natural things. Those are natural things when people are around. Well, no, I mean, animals can die in wildfires, or if the, you know, something happens or there's an earthquake, it doesn't have to necessarily be a punishment or a caused by the existence of intelligent beings. No, but all of those things are just forces of nature, much like the assistants themselves, trying to return things back to nothing. Stop the growth of any civilization from ever getting too large. You're saying that the necessants are the expression of entropy. That's a wonderful way of expressing it, yes. How do you know the multiverse is going to end? Uh, I don't there... think anybody does. I think that's impossible to know, right? Well, my question is, like, what what caused you to believe in this so wholeheartedly that you're doing all of this? You well, had to have been given proof at some point, correct? Well, each of us saw hundreds, if not thousands, of universes ending. Uh, we saw the the refugees here uh, Alistair, much like myself had traveled between the, the multiverses before and places that we had been previously were not there anymore 
and it was happening more and more often. And soon, each of us, we found ourselves trapped. Couldn't go nowhere else. You were cornered. There weren't nowhere else to go to. You keep talking about calamities as if it's a thing. What, what, are, what's, what are these calamities? Are they all the same calamity? No, it depends from world to world. Some of them end in ravenous hellfire that seems to just pierce all the way through the earth. Some of them have massive demon armies that come up and end up destroying everything, including themselves. In a few of them, it was very awkward. Eventually, all of the stars just end up going out, and all of the people end up just suffocating. Fucking terrible. Spooky. <laughs> Here is my piece. And I think we can continue the discussion about what to do next. After you all think about it. I personally do not believe that imprisoning the necessitants is the appropriate solution. Well, that's I, wonderful. I do agree. Hold on. Just with the, you may want to hear what I'm going to say before you continue speaking. All right. We've decided we're turning over our roles to the four of you. You can do whatever the hell you want once we're done with the ceremony. What ceremony? Uh, what little, roles? Little imbuing power. Uh, we'll, we're going to put you all in charge of the necessities. Do what you will with them. Do what you will with this place. Uh, we're done. This, this raises an eyebrow. Is this because we were yelling at and she stormed off? Is this why? Well, we've dealt with that for thousands of years, and at this point, we've tried to nurture your people along, and you are all just so fucking greedy. Um, we've kind of given up on you. We had hoped that there were some of you, like Tarquin and Mistos that we had met, that were a cut above, to be honest. And dropping all pretense, we really only put up with you because we had to. Is, is this like one of those life lessons of like where your dad locks the door and it's cold outside, but that's because you got into a fight and you said you didn't need him anymore or something? Like, you're going to let us back in, right? You'll have full reign of the house. Where, where will you go? Once the ceremony is done, we will stop existing. You'd rather stop existing than... For the exact reasons that you all are fighting so hard against us, we have been fighting so hard against your race for 2,000 years. We're done. Hmm. Well, why didn't you do this before the Nessons broke out? 
because at that point there was no one who could harness our powers. But one of your members has already housed an assistant, even if partially, and the rest of you have proven yourselves to be, as I said, a cut above. It did take some negotiation on my part to get everyone on board. As you can see, Solace was not exactly happy about it, because, well, really, she has been done with you all for far longer than the rest of us. Keeping away the, the necessant of greed is probably a bit more taxing than the rest of us when there are so many greedy people above. But that, wait, but that would show that... That show that my father's prison doesn't work. If we locked up a necessant of greed and there were still greedy people, then it wasn't actually locked up. Greed exists within people. The necessant of greed only compounds that. Just <sighs> as darkness exists within people, just as arrogance, and just as frailty all exist within people. Wait, which one did I have? You had darkness inside you. Mm-hmm. Can I ask? I mean, you say you've been like fighting this fight against us for so long. Did you like think maybe you should change tactics? Anytime that the true vision of what is going on here strikes your kind, we get one of two reactions that of Tarquin and that of Mistos. One of them wants to rail against it because it's not right. That some should die so that others may live. And you get those like Tarquin who sees the greater good. And who wants to assist us. Help us. And losing him truly is the worst thing that has happened to me since I came here. It's pretty high words for your father. Gerald. Yeah. Yeah. So what happens to him? Just tough That's luck. Up to you. Goodbye, friend. That's up to you. Either you will save him or you will not. But seeing as we are forbidden from interfering and actually doing anything, uh... You are not bound by that same thing. You will just be inheriting our power. How, how will the Guardians react to this? I assume not well, but seeing as your exile is already... Wait, why are you forbidden from stepping in? We are not allowed to interfere. We are here simply to contain and maintain. And cat's out of the bag. Why? Said who? The Guardians? Screw them. I mean, that's kind of what they're saying at this point. That the only reason why they're here is because the Guardians brought them here to contain the Nessicent. And so the only way they can leave is by deciding they don't want to do that anymore. And if they do that, then they disappear. So they're basically prisoners. No, just like you, we have a decision we can make. 
We could have died long ago. All of these extra years have been bonus. But we don't know how any of this, this, how these things work, how any of this works. Like we can't control the guardians or construct those. There's, there's just so much we don't know. I mean, is there like a class we can and take? We'll learn, Joe. <sighs> All we Good. can do is learn. Good. You'll take us up on the offer. I was. I must say, I was a bit worried there for a while that you wouldn't. Did any of you actually feel bad for the race that lived here before? Uh, you see that each of them kind of in turn... Roll me an insight. Anybody who, who wants to can roll an insight on this. Fucking insighting that shit. Uh, Trill's too... He's, he's pitting a... himself now. We're all got a 21. Gosh. I go to 22. Seven. Trill's rolling a pity roll. So the seven is not going to get you anything, Crete. These guys just kind of look like they're lost in thought for a second. Uh, on the 21 and the 22, you can see that Minerva and Alistair both seem to have kind of a panged look on their face about the fact that anybody had to die. You see on Merrick's face, though, that there is not a look of... It's not like... He's not happy that anyone had to die. But he understands that it was necessary deeper than the other two in his own mind. Alright. Um, did the other guy give us his name? I forget, I'm sorry. Alistair. Minerva, Alistair. I'm gonna then look to Minerva and Alistair and say... If possible, I would like one of your powers then, and I will turn into my regular changeling form. Um, you see, you see that they're sitting there and they're they're hemming and they're hawing on it for a moment. Uh, do you want to explain it to him? And Merrick turns and he kind of looks at you and goes. Well, uh, good news and bad news. Good news is you will get one of our powers. Bad news is it won't be either of theirs. Why? Um, we thought, and since we are handing our powers over and willingly, you know, dying to do this, we thought it made the most sense for the power that is going to be most effective against your respective... Relations? Ah. So what they're saying is that we don't actually have a say. They tried to do something, they failed, and now they're just giving up. You know, yep. like every other authority figure ever. Really, you have a choice. You can say no. That's true. Yeah. But if I say no, what, they're just going to give it to some other schlub on the street? Oh, no, if you say no, we'll just continue doing what we're doing, but, you know, go do it ourselves.
As long as we're containing the core bodies on the islands, that's really all we have to do. I don't know about all of you, but I'm probably going to accept this offer. I look to my friends. Can we have a moment to talk about this? Certainly. Uh, You see that each of them them will get up and leave through the front door. (laughs) And Chill's just going to plop down on the couch. And he's kind of just staring at the wall. You're the one who wanted to speak, Trill. Are you guys... You're just fine with letting them all die? The the drag, the, the four protector people? Yeah. It's their choice. Yeah. They've given up. I mean, I, I don't really care why they're choosing to do it. It's It's their choice. If you even whether I agree with their motives and their reasonings or not, they've sat here guarding something for two thousand years. I I mean they might just be sick of it and want to move on. I couldn't I can't fathom performing one action for two thousand years. I don't know about you. Well we're gonna have to if we take their power. Well, yes. We don't we don't know that. I mean that's the thing, we don't know anything. That's I mean, how can we agree to it already? We, I mean, if, if they get, if they die and give us their power, we basically just just cut our team in half. We now instead of having eight people who are going to try and stop, say, Resic or to save this district, now there's just us four, just us. There's no one else for us to turn to anymore. I don't think we need them to do that. I think we were more than enough to begin with. Does any one of you think you could take? Uh, Murder cat? Light? Sure, yes. I mean, with the power of one of these, maybe. Uh, assuming it works like that. Why would we care? They're, they're not our enemy. Yeah. Not right they're... now. But if we, you know, maybe by chance want to save one of the avatars. What if never, uh, never say his name, besides that he doesn't like that. Take an inspiration. Oh. (laughs) And he says he doesn't like that, and decides "Ah, you know what, these guys are more trouble than they're worth. I guess I'll just go you know, strangle them with piano wire or something. I I have a very strong feeling that if Nevix could have killed the Guardians, they would have. But we... Well, who's it and whatever who took his girlfriend? They killed a guardian. No, no, no. I mean, I'm sorry. The the four guardians that we're talking oh. about. The four protectors or whatever they call Yeah, the protectors. Themselves. I mean, really? I mean, they seem like so blasé about who they killed just as long as it's with their code. Well, that's what I'm saying is clearly if if it was if that was something that bothered them, if the protectors and the fact that the protectors are helping keep the necessities at bay, if that was enough to bother them, they probably would have already done it. Mm. I don't think we have to worry about that happening to us. Well, if we take yeah, over. but that's because they won. The necessities are out. If we actually want to put them back, they I, haven't won not, yet. 
remember those are, these are just their avatars their essences are within an avatar of some sort the nessus themselves if they were actually out we, we would all be, be having dead. this conversation i mean i don't know if we would all be dead but things in the precincts would be much worse off than they are today which is saying something yeah if i understand things correctly but my point in all of this is that I don't fully understand everything. I haven't understood everything. I have been blindsided and dragged around and pushed and pulled and forced into every compromise and situation up until now. I am angry deeply and I want it to stop. If these wardens want to hand their duties over to me, and that gives me the opportunity to make a decision that is different than the thing, whatever they would have decided tomorrow, I will take that chance. Maybe with their powers, we can find a better way. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Or maybe, just maybe, they don't actually want to do this either. We don't know. What if when we get their power, suddenly a voice in our head says, okay, now you have to go here and do this. If that happens to you, to us, I will kill you. My, no, I won't. Uh, I, I hate violence. Okay. Um, I, I mean... With power always comes a form of responsibility and something you must do with said power. You are right. I don't think you're wrong to feel a sense of danger in that, in that way, but do you really want to spend however much longer you're here completely in the dark, the way we have been up until now? Because if we don't go with this, they are done. They, I get the sense that these wardens have been up until now as close to the people as they possibly could be without overstepping their bounds with the guardians that they have pushed the line as much as they possibly could for the thousands of years that they have been around and have done this work. And now they are at their limit. Someone needs to take over because if no one takes over and they continue on doing what they are doing now, it is not going to be a better world tomorrow. I firmly believe that. I don't know if you all want to hear this, but it is my belief that we are right at this very moment facing our destinies. I'm taking a piss. 
Faya kind of like rolls her eyes. Trill goes into the bathroom and he's going to start talking to his glove. He needs a second opinion. Uh, you go in there and you start talking to the gloves. And what do you say to start? Um, hey, Tarkin hands. Um, <laughs> I just realized saying it like that makes it sound like I'm like you're talking hands, which I guess you kind of are. Um, you heard all that, right? Uh, you f- you're you're in the bathroom. You see like a, a small fly kind of going. It's flying around in a corner, and all of a sudden, it just slows down. Well, yeah, I I heard everything that happened there, bud. Okay, well, you're the closest thing I have to a dad now, hands. Um, do you have any opinion on this at all? I mean, I don't need you to tell me what to do or anything. I just need, I just need to hear something. I mean. I'll be real honest with you, bud. It, it is a big decision, and I'll be honest. I knew Merrick was unhappy, but I didn't realize how unhappy he was, I guess. But I can't think of anybody better than you to put the hands of the wor- this world into. You'll, you'll make the right decision. You're, you're a good kid. Mm. What if everything turns out worse? Like, what if if we get this power? But we don't know what else they're doing on the side or things. I mean, he just gets up and flies to another district. I don't even know where that district is. I don't know what they built all these towns, and they've been here through all this. They know that, like, the back of their hands. I barely even know the back of my own hand. I was meaning to talk to you about that. You got a little mole going on on your left hand. You might want to get looked at. I oh, wait, really? Ugh. I'm a glove kid. I can feel them. Ugh. All right. All right. I mean, I guess it's easier if everyone else says yes, because I can't let them do it alone, right? But do you want to say yes? I mean, does it matter? Of course. It's the only thing that matters. It's the only thing we can control. We can't control a thousand years from now. We can't control tomorrow. All we can control is what we do right now. Okay. (sighs) All right. If it comes down to it, you can kill me. What? I mean, if it comes down to it, that's the decision you make. That that version of me is... But, yeah, there might be some oh, of me in there. And oh! If you can I, save me, please. Please save me. Like, don't don't get, don't get take this the wrong way. Yeah, no. <laughs> if you can save me, please do. But, like, I get it if you can't. Uh, thanks. I... You comment, I thought you were actually talking about my gloves, and... Now I just realized I wasn't even sure if I could, like, hand wash you or what. Um, yeah, that makes... Okay. Yeah. Alright. Okay. Alright. Yes, thanks. 
and you see this fly start to speed up again, and then all of a sudden it stops. The fly stops again? Yep. Uh, I'm going to open the door. You open the door, everybody's walking around just fine. As you look again, you realize that it had flown into a spider web. Oh. Do, do you come back outside? Yeah. Hey, HPL, I have a question for you. Huh? Your dad's, like, in your glove, right? Uh, I mean, not, like, presently. This is just him when he made it. Right, 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 right. But, like, his mind, kind of, right? Yeah, yeah. So, do you take it off when you go to the bathroom, or do you, like, you know, touch yourself with your dad glove? He's been touching himself with his dad glove since he put him on, because he has never Aww. said he's taking him off. Carl, why are you doing this to me? I just... I just why are you doing that to all of us? <laughs> I mean... Taking inspiration, that was fucking hilarious. Ugh. <sighs> Well, he hasn't complained yet, which actually... Oh, God, why did I say that loud? It makes it sound even worse. <laughs> uh, well, I'm keeping him on. I stuff him in my pocket. I stuff my hands in my pocket. Ugh. Did you, did you figure anything out in there? Yeah, yeah. Alright. Okay, fine. I'll do it. I'm a... I mean... I, I suppose. Or yay. Whatever we want to say for yes. I mean... I think this needs to be said. We might not be able to save the Avatar's trail, and we might have to kill your dad. I know, I know. And you need to come to terms with that. Yeah, no, I know. And, you know, it's not like we're going to be able to ask for any guidance from anyone who's done it before. But it is what it is. It's alright, though. I mean, you know, it's... It is what it is. You could totally save him. I don't think. Well, I mean, yeah, possibly. Wait, what the? Who the fuck was that? Sounded like Rupert. Hey guys, I'm not actually there. I'm just like listening in and talking in your heads. Are you doing that all the time? Not all the time. Just like since I woke up. Wait, you're God. Why are you sleeping? God, even in Godhood, you're lazy. No, like not that kind of wake up. Huh? Like, remembered what I was, yeah. Trill. Oh. Wait, also, I think if I was a god, I would choose to sleep. Sleeping is awesome. It is. It's, so, it's weird, though, because, like, you never feel like you have to sleep, or at least I haven't yet. Okay, I'm just going to lay it down the ground roll. Like, you can't just pop in anytime you want, okay? There's, sometimes it's private time. Okay, bye. No, no, Wait, no, 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 you can, but you like, you just make sure you announce yourself. Don't be creepy. You hear nothing in okay. response. Ugh. We could have asked him for his opinion. Well, we can still really? do that. He'll be around. Well, I mean, 
You wouldn't have taken his opinion. You know. I that. know. I would have done whatever he didn't want me to do. That still counts as an opinion. I mean, he did say that you could save him. You, you know, you, uh-huh. you give other people control of you when you do that, right? You realize that? Yeah. I mean, it's not... It's not about control. It's 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 like if you're cooking, you know, you can't just taste your own food and be like, mm, this is the best I've ever had. You need to have someone who's, you know, second opinion. No. Or a third I mean, opinion. No. Totally oh, haven't. It's the is... best you've ever had. It is the best you've ever had. I mean, and if your opinion is always contrary, is it really an opinion or is it just a mirror? That's flat. Like a mirror. I mean, it... Yeah. Uh, why are you guys all so confident in this? I'm not. I... Uh, I, I do not like the oh, way things are now. And I don't feel like keeping it the way it is is beneficial. So, you want to let the Nessence go and destroy civilization? No, I want a different no. solution. Yeah, I want to look for a different solution. And they, they, they may have looked for it in the past, but it definitely seems like they've given up looking for it now. I don't think they're allowed to. Remember? Mm-hmm. That's true. They've, they were given a deal by the Guardians. I mean, they did say that they did try to research it, though. Yeah, but they may not have even been able to act on it. I mean, the fact that my father's the one who finally locked them away might have some indication of the fact that mm-hmm. their ability to do what they even wanted to do was limited by whatever agreement they had. Fire, when he says that, you remember in your head probably 800 years ago a, a little fairy wearing gloves that looked similar to what Trill is wearing now, but kind of a little gruffer of a fairy, got a little bit of chin hair going on, a little bit, like, bulkier. Mm-hmm. That, that was the guy who was laying down those runes. You also know that there's no way that fairies are supposed to live 800 years. Mm. Some kind of deal, huh? He's just going to say that aloud with no context. Yeah, some kind of deal. What are you, what are you talking about? Well, you know, she, we we're talking about Guardians and the deal that the protectors made. Right? Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's why I am on board with this. I think that the worst possible scenario is nothing changes if we take this over. Mm-hmm. And best possible scenario, we're we like find a way to stop this horrible cycle. Yeah, with mm-hmm. crazy new dragon powers. Wait, do we become dragons? Unlikely, because uh, Lorella or I don't think that's a power. Solace, Solace was not one. being a dragon is definitely a power. I don't think it's part of the power, though. Uh, power is not always something in 
raw form. Sometimes power is better expressed as authority. Sometimes. I mean, sometimes power is wealth. Mm-hmm. It just depends on the scenario. Information? <laughs> yes, indeed. Secrets? Sometimes power is just being one step higher on the stairs and deciding that you've had enough with the guy in front of you. Did you Sorry, that was dark. Did you trip someone? That was no, really no, I've never done that. No. Wait, 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 wait. I need you to right now roll me a d20. <laughs> Where is the D20? Uh, here it is. I moved to the other screen. Yep. 17. All right. Flashback right now. We're cutting back. It is the night of the Fairy Pie premiere. <laughs> you are sitting there just mowing down on all those Fairy Pies, Fio. You're wandering around through this little crypt downstairs, and all of a sudden, this little shadow of a fairy who you'd been making fun of upstairs and had been following you pushes you down the stairs and then flies away. Hey. That mm. did happen. What? Push me down the stairs. I would never push you downstairs. In the flagon. What? When? Why would I have ever pushed you downstairs? Really? I, I'm pretty sure I'd recall something like that. You recall something like that. Wait, which stairs? <clears throat> Ones to the basement. Anyway, should we call them back in? I think we've just made our decision. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm pushing him down the stairs. I have wings. I create will Power. get up and put him in a box the door. and then throw the box down the stairs. Uh, you open the door, you see outside, standing down on the ground, kind of in in a little circle is the three who had like walked out before, um, but you don't see Solace anywhere. Sorry, that took a while. Uh, should we be calling her back, or is it a decision that we're not going to like? I don't really know what you like, but we will take your power. All right, uh, you two go along. I will find her. Uh, and you see that Minerva and Alistair come back upstairs. Does she actually want to do this? Do you asking Alistair? Yeah. Mm, she's on board. She's like I said, like like Merrick said earlier, she's been done for far longer than the rest of us. But uh, it it's kind of a she has to do something nice for one of you theoretically to. And she doesn't really like any of you, so. She can look actually, at it as not actually, nice. That's not true. Uh, she did enjoy the, uh, oh, what were the names of those two girls who were staying with her? Nix and Knox. Those two, yes. Uh, oh, speaking of, the, they are safe and uh, sound. We managed to drop them off with a woman named Grace. Our mother, yes. Oh, yeah, she was along the, the, the path as we were, were riding up. Uh, Merrick recognized her. Thank you for that news. Um, logistics question, if I may. Um, only because this is my house. It, when you guys give us your powers and die, could you, like, 
maybe do it on a rug or something so we can remove the bodies easier. Um, or maybe, oh, maybe lean out the window when you do it. Then we could just kind of, you know, lift up the legs or something. You get an image of a human body in your mind, and then that human body bit by bit just vanishing. Oh, so you, oh, good. So self-cleans. Huh. Perfect. Okay, good. Is this the appropriate place to do it, or should we head somewhere else? Uh, right as you ask that is when Merrick kind of comes through the front door. Uh, actually, we're going to all be heading into the kitchen in just a moment. Uh, as I said, uh, Pauline and Nessia were making arrangements. Uh, it may have sounded like food earlier, I guess. They were mm. preparing a ritual circle. Wait, do we have to eat oh, wait, you? Wait, what? I was looking forward to scones. Uh, and they all head around and into the kitchen. Uh, you guys get in there and you see that uh, I'm not actually putting character I'm tokens out for them. them. I'm not putting character tokens out for them, but uh, you see that in this room uh, on the ground near the kind of fireplace uh, cooking area, there appears to be a magical rune carved into the wood itself. Uh, and you see that there are various bits of different material components kind of spread around. Uh, each of them has a kind of circular spot for them to stand on. And then nearby, there's like a line connecting another smaller circular spot. Uh, and each of them walks over to one of the positions. And then as they get to where they're supposed to be, uh, both Pauline and Nasaya start chanting. Um, none of you recognize what the language is at first. Um, it's very guttural and broken, and you have never heard words like this coming out of your mom's mouth before, Trill. Uh, and you've never seen Pauline cast any kind of spell like this either. Um, but both of them immediately go to start casting the spell, and then the spell goes from this very deep language up into, if anybody understands Draconic, into some Draconic chanting. Um, and if you do, the the general gist of it is that it, this is a history of each of these dragons that they are chanting out loud right now. Um, where they came from, different hordes that they have had, different deeds that they have done, different sins that they have committed, and it's kind of going through and talking about their lives. You guys doing anything while well, this is occurring? Does it seem like we can interact with the four? Right now, or are they they're, also like in a trance? Nope, they're just kind of standing there. So, which one of us goes to who? Uh, are they going to tell us what the powers are? Like, we're supposed to be holding hands. Merrick motions for you to join him. Solace motions for for Fio to come over to her, but does it kind of disdainfully, uh, not necessarily towards you, but just kind of towards people in general. Uh, Minerva is the one who motions towards Trill. And Alistar is the one who motions towards Creep. I leaned to Kroger, and you was going to get the sassy one. I think we all kind of did. Mm-hmm. We still in the room. <laughs> Crawl's still in the other room. He doesn't come. He's just like, yeah, screw this. Map technology. I'll be honest. I forgot we were actually moving characters. I was just using the map as a reference. 
Uh, so you guys each moved to your respective spots. Uh, they seem to finish the first chant. And as they do, the runes on the ground kind of begin to light up. And then each of you feels as your feet kind of sink into the wood below you. Are any of you going to try and pull your feet up and away from that? I think I would just inherently. I'd probably start flying, trying to fly a little bit. All right, go ahead and roll me a strength saving throw. That's me a seven. I am not going anywhere. Yeah, I don't feel like Crate would like immediately do it if there's like any resistance. Uh, he'd there, probably there, just quit. There, there is resistance, so he would stop. You'd see that like all of a sudden Trill starts trying to pick his feet up and just kind of can't. Yeah, Trill's a little shaken. <clears throat> uh, the spell then kind of swirls and a white, silvery energy turns purple, and it goes up and it surrounds Merrick, and Merrick reaches his hand out and puts a hand on your forehead crawl. And all of a sudden, you feel an energy start to surge through your body. Gain two levels, and you also can now cast the spell Beacon of Hope at will without it counting as a concentration spell. Okay. Uh, this chant goes low and guttural again, and then comes back up, and you can tell that this is a story of one of the other dragons. At this point, crawl, you feel your feet release from the ground as the, as the second chant begins, and as your feet release from the ground, do you try and move them? No. Okay. You continue standing there. You see Merrick just looking at you, and go ahead and roll me an insight. Twenty. You see a look of appreciation on his face, and you see a look not of somebody who is defeated, but you see the look of somebody who knows that he has done everything that he can and that he is entrusting his power to somebody he thinks is worthy. The spell continues, and this time the energy that starts to swirl around happens to be, it goes from a white color to almost translucent you can barely see this energy as it swirls around and it begins to fill Minerva. And she reaches a hand out and she puts her hand on your forehead trill and same thing. You f- suddenly feel energy start to, to pour through you. You gain two levels and you can now cast the spell Dispel Magic at will. Uh, what was she the guardian of again? She was the guardian against arrogance. She was a temperance dragon. All right. Or, I'm sorry, humility dragon. Lovely. Uh, at that point, this, this, they go again into that deep guttural sound. You feel your feet loosen, Trill. Do you do anything? Uh, no. 
All right, you continue standing there. Uh, go ahead and give me an insight. That's going to be two. You get an image in your head. And the image you get in your head is of a very small egg in a very large nest. And you see that the egg shakes and cracks a little bit. And a foot pops out of the bottom. And it shakes and cracks a little bit. And a wing pops out of the side. And then as it's sitting there, it kind of rolls itself over and breaks the whole shell open and ends up on its head. And then the image goes away. What was inside the egg? Just a little bird. Oh. Uh, this time, the chanting that goes into Draconic seems to drag on for about five minutes, where the other ones were maybe maybe two or three minutes along. This one is like five minutes and then it goes into six minutes and then into seven minutes. And then all of a sudden, then you see the energy start swirling, going from that white up into a red and gold that looks like the, the scales you can sometimes see on Alistair's face. And he reaches forward and he does not put a palm on your forehead like the others had done. He takes his fist and just punches you directly in the chest. And as he does, you feel the punch. And it is the strongest punch you have ever felt. But your body doesn't move when you take it. And then you feel the energy surge back into you, almost like you've caught your breath. Go ahead and roll me an insight check. Alright. You... You feel from this that this is like him accepting you as somebody who is strong enough to take his title. He had, you can kind of see that, that there was some reluctance in him when the, the plan first was brought to him, but now that he has seen who will be taking it and he has seen the fight in you that you were willing to give to Solace, that he is willingly handing these powers over to you. You are going to gain two levels, and you are also going to be able to cast the spell Vampiric Touch at will, with a caveat that it does not only apply to melee attacks, it also can be done through a weapon that you are wielding. Dang. The song goes dark and guttural again, but this time as it comes up, it comes up in a very soft elven song telling the stories of Solace and how essentially she became known within her world as a dragon because she had amassed such a horde because essentially she didn't think that anybody else was good enough to have anything and she was the only one who knew how to properly use things and they should all just give it to her and trust her. And this is a repeated story over and over of the different worlds that she ends up going to before she ends up here protecting the people. And then those lights once again swirl around her and then kind of turn orange and brown, kind of the coloration of a lot of the money that is used around here. And you see her just kind of hold her hand out for you, Fio. 
she'll reach out. What'd you say? She'll reach out with okay. her hand. So, so she takes your hand, and as she takes your hand, unlike the other ones that had kind of like this burst of energy within them, what comes into you is far more of a calm. It is, there has been raging fires. You have been running from place to place. You've been learning all of these new things. And right now you feel like you're in the center of it. And like you could piece together everything that is going on here and find a safe way out. Mm. Go ahead and roll me an insight. Okay. Nineteen. Nineteen. All right. You see on her face uh, pretty much that she does not like that she is handing over her powers to you. She does not like the fact that she is having to do this, but she has decided that this is the best path forward for her, even if she doesn't like it. And you feel those powers rush into you. You gain the two levels, just like everybody else. And you gain the ability to cast the spell Incite Greed at will. And again, without it being a concentration spell. She grins at that because that is something she has looked at before. Uh, and... Each of you feels your feet loosen from the floor. Who's going to be the first one to move? Does anything happen to them right now? Nope. They just seem um, like they're standing there staring at you. Go just for, uh, you know, default. I'm going to try and just fly up a bit. So I'm a little bit above the ground. As you start to fly up, Minerva starts to disappear. I'm going to try and make a move to catch her just as a reflex. Yep. Um, Your hand just kind of you, you grab underneath her and then you just kind of feel her disappear. I'm going to really quickly cast Beacon of Hope on all four of them. Okay. Just just because. Alright. And then I'll just step back out of my circle and just, like, look at Beric. And he just gives you that same appreciative look, and uh, as he goes, he goes, Take care, Pauline. And then he's gone, and Pauline bursts into tears. Uh, I was going to give a nod to, to Solace and then move. As she goes, you it almost sounds like money falling on top of money as she vanishes away. <laughs> uh, Crete will kind of give um, Alistair, like, what's the equivalent of, like, a a Goliath salute. You tell me, Goliath. I'm still thinking about it, but it's like 
some about uh, some chest thumping shit. Uh, that's what it is. You just thump your chest is twice. It, is that the thing Matthew McConaughey does in Wolf of Wall Street? I have no clue. I was thinking more of the uh, Wakanda salute where you do the two arms crossed in front of the chest. <laughs> no. I mean, I mean, it could be the Talicon where you just cast Kamehameha at somebody. <laughs> you go for a high five. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I think for Goliath, it's probably more along the lines of like some kind of fist to chest scenario. Um, but they're not like a highly militaristic society, so it's not like super rigid. So, yeah, probably just like a like, sort of a casual cross the cross the chest, which. Not as dorky as Matthew McConaughey, apparently. <laughs> uh, and <then> step away. <laughs> uh, as Alistair fades, you get this weird sensation. You, just, just you, Crete. That not only is Alistair fading here, but it feels like Alistair is fading from like 200 different locations around the precincts. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I was really not looking forward to running into him later. Alistair, for anybody who didn't catch it before, loves the spell Simulacrum and has made a ton of himself to take care of a bunch of duties that he didn't want to do. It's like Crete's going to have to be there doing a lot of traveling. No one said we're actually taking over their responsibilities. So what? No one's going to visit the little old lady down the street that he used to buy groceries for? I'm not saying he did it. Just saying he might have. Additionally, uh, in, in, in addition to gaining those spells that I've already told you, you all now feel like you have the ability to cast another spell. You do not know what it will do, but you know, at least you feel deep down inside yourselves that it would be safe to do but you also get a feeling that if you do it you will not be here anymore we just know it's a spell we don't know what it does except that it will take you away from here I uh, do an arcana to see if I can try and feel yeah. it out go ahead and roll it alright as in location or existence? Oh, it's only an 11. With an 11, you know it would be location. It is a spell that will teleport you somewhere else. But mm. Crawl would also be trying to figure out. I'm going to roll at 21 for Arcana. You, with a 21, uh, like you, you almost start to cast the spell yourself so you can start to see like what the motions are, what the runes are, that kind of a thing. And a lot of it at first is a little bit foreign, but you start picking things up and you start recognizing characters that you didn't wouldn't have been able to read before and you stop yourself before you're done and you know that this is a spell that will take you to the sky island uh -huh. you also with a 21 uh, would pick up the fact that this does not feel like it is something that you can do more than one time a day very good. Carl, now, 
With a 12, you know that it'll take you away. So until Fio (laughs) tells you otherwise, it's a teleportation spell of some kind. Hmm. Would she get a sense that the others have that, or is she just thinking maybe that's her own? Uh, roll me, roll me an insight. Insight on yourself. <laughs> Eighteen. Yeah, yeah. You you get a feeling that that this feels like it is one of the powers that was bestowed upon you. So if it's going to the Sky Island, it would make sense that the other people could also go to the Sky mm. Island. Okay, hey guys. I think I had. Have an ability to teleport, but hmm. I don't really know much else. The about Sky that. Island. What? To the Sky Island. What's the Sky Island? The Sky Island. This is we have a Sky Island before, didn't they? No, I didn't hear yes, anything. Yes, they did. No. When? I'm pretty sure if I would have heard Sky Island, I would have remembered Sky Island. That sounds awesome. Well, we can only go there once a day. So, oh, can we come back from there on the same day? Or do we have to wait? I don't think we have time to find out. Oh, right, right. What's the day? How long has this ritual everything taken? It has taken all in all to get through everybody's things since they began casting this about 20 minutes. Um, and then right now you guys conversed for a little while earlier, so it's probably coming up to like 2 in the afternoon-ish. I cast Bestow Hope on everyone here. Or Beacon of Hope. What's that Wait. shit? The spell bestows hope and vitality. Choose any number of creatures within range for the duration, which is a minute. Each target has advantage on wisdom saving throws and death saving throws and regains the maximum number of hit points possible from any healing. Baller. No. I can do that now. That's useful. I can also do this when I punch Trill in the face. Ah! Why would you do that? <laughs> there you go. Well, actually, maybe I do. I nat 20 <laughs> Trill, I heal you for five on a on a punch crit. What you healed? Oh, I want description I mean, of how this goes. Oh, yeah, Basically, actually. I reach out and I like palm strike him in the face, and there's just like light comes out of my hand and washes over him slightly. Just ah! like a little, like if you drop a drop of water in water, there's like a ripple. There's like a little ripple from his face, and it just heals him for five. Ah, I mean, wait, did you not... punch him? Uh, I'm yeah. confused. Yeah, but it didn't hurt for some reason. It actually. She kind of feels better. What'd you just do? Healed you. You punched me and healed me at the same time? Yeah, I can't do that all the time, though. Does it have to be a punch? 
I mean, it could be a kick or a slap. Does it have to be to the face? No. Okay. That was just for him. <laughs> that was a really good punch, by the way. I'm surprised at myself. So, to... So what do we do now? I don't know. I, I feel like I need to meditate with my staff a bit. Honestly, I think the best thing for us to do at this point would be to rest. Uh, yeah. Uh, Crete will, coming up. uh, if, uh, Trill's mom isn't, like, taking care of Pauline specifically. Oh, oh, as soon as she broke into tears, yes. Nasia flew over there. She's got tea out already. She's put a shawl on Pauline's shoulders, and she's just sitting there, like, rubbing her, going, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. Escorting to the couch. When I said I cast Beacon of Hope on everyone here, it was them as well. I don't know if that actually does anything for her, but... <laughs> it's the exact same image, but now they're both glowing. Uh, Yeah, so, yeah, Kree won't do anything. He was gonna, like, help her get to a... To a different room or something if she needed it but it sounds like they're taking care of each other at this point yep um the, the two of them seem thick as thieves as is nasia kind of takes her out of there and like you know back to the bedroom so she can collapse and cry again because you know first she cried because of the rupert thing and then then rupert was fine but now he's a god and now merrick's gone she's she's had a few days a few days that have gone crazy on her good point we really, we really owe Pauline some like something seriously cool. We should find her like a new kid or something. <laughs> Taking inspiration. Oh my god! Go find another street urchin. A new kid, Jesus. We already checked. Don't worry, this one's not a god. He's not going to leave you. We think. Yeah, we never know. Uh. So yeah, um can yeah, at least here. everybody does I think at this point we just rest. I'm we... announcing my presence. Thank you, Rupert. Hey Rupert. Hey what I miss. We took their place. What do you mean? Merrick and all of and those four? Oh, you guys went through with it? Yep. Oh, that's cool. So you guys are like the new custodium cortatum now? Yeah, I guess you could say we're almost kind of like demigods now. Yeah, like demigod. The demi word is a real bitch, isn't it? <laughs> yes, you're right, Rupert. I mean, we're not nearly as strong as you are, but, you know. What the hell? Why did I say that? Uh, I didn't even make you do it that time. Okay, so hey, um, I was really like I was checking in because um, I was wandering around. And I found where, like, Crete's mom is, and she has, like, all these people here. Mm. Is that good or bad? I mean, like, they look like they're ready to, to kick some, some, some people in the face, if you know what I mean. I think you mean exactly what you said. Yeah, well, yeah, okay, yeah, that's what I meant. But also with weapons. Um, where are they at? They're at like where that toll bridge place is. 
are they coming here or are they still gathering? No, there's like there's a whole bunch of people that are like meeting up over there. Maybe we should head over there. Well, um, I was actually going to talk to you about that. Okay. Listening. Do do you want all of these people to have to go to the south? Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Because there's like 500 people here. Your mob do a lot of people. Yes. Are you suggesting... Well... uh... Okay, so remember how I said... You remember how I said that we could save your dad? Uh, yeah, you said it was possible. Okay. So, I found a spell. Was it the one in my dad's basement? No, well, like, I think that... I think your dad may have had something to do with it, but it wasn't there. I was going through this lady's stuff, the, the turtle lady who lives here. She had, like, this book that had a really cool spell in it, and I wanted to learn it. How's she doing? I mean, she's just, like, charging people money every time they walk across the bridge to go get something, so she's pretty happy. Yeah, it sounds like her. But this spell, so if we have two, like, ritual casters, and we have, like, divine abilities to be able to, like, activate it, we could, like, seal them up. But, like... Do you know what stasis means? Because I had to look it up. It was in the spell. Yes. You can put the necessance into stasis if you could cast the spell. Would that actually pull them out of their avatars? No, it just, like, makes them not able to move, and then you could take them to wherever you needed to take them to to try and get whatever's out of them. The problem is, is they have to be in the spell, and when you do it, and the spellcasters, like, they have to be able to finish the spell. And since those guys are powerful, I don't know how we're going to do that. It can be one at a time, or does it have to be all of them? No, we could do it one at a time. I mean, I think it would work on all of them if we could get them all together, but that seems really dangerous. And once we have them in stasis, I mean... How much time would you need? To cast the spell? It, according to this thing, it says it only takes uh, a minute and a half to cast. How big of an area is it that we have to keep them in? Um, well, the spell shows drawing out a 15-foot circle. That is quite a small area for a minute and a half. Uh, we'd almost have to knock them out first. Well, like, I think that they would only need to be in it when it finished casting, but I don't... I would have to bring it to you and you'd have to look at it, because, like, I know that I know some stuff about spells, but I know that I don't know nearly as much as my master does. I was just going to slowly turn to look at Fire. <laughs> I was just going to smile. Kitty thinks that's adorable. Um, speaking of knowledge and spells, um, and you're a 
awareness now. Um, how about your siblings? Um, I can feel like the direction that they're in, but I don't know anything else. Hold on, hold on. Uh, yeah, you don't remember them? Trill makes like kind of a cutting motion with the neck. He kind of makes like a cutting motion on his neck, Trill. One second, Rupert, could you turn off your ears for like five seconds? I need to talk about something very gross and private about my bowel movement. Okay, I'm back. What? No, like, okay, 30 seconds. Okay. Violet, do we really want him to be waking up his siblings. We don't know if they're going to be as nearly forgiving or, you know, nice to us as he is. That's why I'm asking him. Wait. Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm back. Oh, God, it smelled. Oh, yes, Rupert. All right. Sorry. Go on. So you don't remember them? No. I like, I could feel like a connection to them. Mm. And, like, I know, I feel like I know where they are, but, like, I, I don't, if that makes sense. Sure. Mm. I mean, is it a good feeling, or is it just... For some of them, it's a good feeling. Mm. For, for one of them, it's a very scary feeling, if I'm going to be honest with you, Master. Hmm. Like scary that, like you're just scared thinking of them, or you're scared thinking of them trapped. Scared thinking of them, actually. Okay. Let's avoid that one then, hey. He was mean. Any hmm. others mean? I didn't hear you. Were there any others that were mean? When I think about it, I mean, some of them were kind of mean, but it, like, it wasn't anything bad, but yeah, he was, he was really mean to me. Well, let's avoid him completely. In fact, that's the best oh, thing about him at all. That was what his name was. His name was Wish. Yeah. Wish? What's avoided? Mm, yeah, wish? he's he's the he's the biggest brother. Uh, well best not to think about him at all, you know, lest your thoughts do your actions for you. You know, being a god and all. So okay. maybe we talk about the the issues that are pressing to us right this moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we need to we need to stop and remove the avatar that is impersonating Resic in some manner or another. If his ritual could do it, then great. If I can get close enough, I might be able to hold it down long enough. Well, they did say that they were giving us each the power to fight the one that we were connected to. So there's probably going to be something that I have to do. 
assuming that that is actually my brother. Mm -hmm. Right. They did say that. So what, um, a good point. What was the ability that you got that they said you might best be suited to go up? Well, they just they just said that we are we might be best suited, but I mean the ability that they gave me is one of bestowing hope. So I mean maybe it is actually just mm. that I'll be able to protect all of you from something he does using that. Mm. Well, okay, so then yes, you can hold him down. I can speak from experience that whatever power it exhibited to me before was one of. Uh, how do I describe it? Domination? Yeah, actually, Control? that's a good way to put it. Mm -hmm. It forced me to take actions I didn't want to take. I know there are spells that I've trained in that allow me to give short commands to individuals, but this was very specifically a powerful one. Again, something Rustic never really did, which is what confused me at first. Some more than command? It was, seems like it, it. It was the fact that it was like five commands repeated back to mm -hmm. back. Right. Like, it can simply make anyone who can hear it do what it wants. Mm. It's kind of like John Person, maybe. Uh, I wasn't. I mean, this this is my school of magic. I mean, that generally causes a person to view someone or something favorably, right? Yeah, but I'm saying like this guy is different, so it kind of sounds like more than command. I mean, it it yes, it was very similar to like command just like many commands all at once and it was something that took away my ability to basically do anything else luckily I didn't throw myself off the side of the the village again again Wait, what? I'll explain another day. It's not very fun. Is that why you were all bloody that one day? <laughs> anyway. If this ritual can help us stop him, then then that's what we should focus on, I think. It gives us the opportunity, the ability to, well, gain time to figure out what to do next. I agree. Hey, Master, this, this one's only going to you. I, I did, I'm not talking to anyone else right now. I also found a paper that says that Crawl is a spy. We shared journal notes. Okay, well, I just did it like I didn't know if everybody knew, but I wanted to tell you. 
Who's got notes on him? Manta. Mm. She has notes on like everybody. Ooh. You should copy that down. Um, suffice to say, I would like to try and prevent my mother and the rest of her followers from being forced into exile. At least against their own will. Are you suggesting we have to act before they start moving out? Is it against their own will? I thought we had this conversation a day ago and everyone but, was like, well, oh, they know about it. Well, yes, they don't they, know the they, purpose of them being here. Though. They understand that they're likely going to become exiles as a result of this, but at the same time, like Carl just mentioned, they don't fully understand the situation. I was just like shaking my head like, why does everyone come to the same conclusion she did, like, two days later? Hey, hey, I've been with you. I'm just you taking a, uh, I've just been Senior taking crowd. a slightly more reasonable approach to it all. Reasonable? Anyway. Yes, you should anyway. absolutely go talk to her. Yeah. Uh, as you guys are standing here, you feel that energy that you had kind of buzzed into your bodies has not faded. You all feel pepped up, energized, caffeinated, ready to go. Mm-hmm. I know. All this Whee! nap talk. I was like, let's do this. Uh, have we ever taken a long rest? I still have missing HP for some reason. Yeah, you took one uh, last we night. Did. Yeah. Um, well, and you should have even more HP now because you just leveled. Mm -hmm. uh, quick consensus. Huh? Go. So a quick consensus. Go. Immediately. So it's either we go immediately to capture the Nessicent, the Avatar, and basically get rid of the whole thing issue right now. Or we try to convince my mother to stop, which is probably I harder. I think our chances are better with the Nessicents. Mm, well, okay, let's back up here. One, the spell is over there. Right. We need the spell. I can bring it. Rupert can bring it. We're not just going in there like half cocked. We actually need to like think about this. Step one, need spell. Step well, two, uh, kind of need to suss the place out a bit. Well, the biggest thing is, is I don't know if we have anybody who can cast ritual spells. Wait, you can't cast it? Isn't, isn't Fio a wizard? You're not going to want her to fight back against the Nessicent? Well, I just assumed that some of us would have to be using... Whoever's oh. casting the ritual is not going to be able to do anything else. What about you, Rupert? Can't you cast spells? 
I'm going to be the divine source that's channeling the whole thing. Hell. Um, yeah. Who else do we have? Do we know any other wizards? I mean, ritual cast. Let me let me pull out my notebook. I mean, there are ritual casters of pretty much any form of magic. Can it be? Ooh, what about that reverse? duck? Does does it seem? That... We assume we don't know yet. Yeah, the duck wasn't dead. We never really actually saw him die. Um. Regardless, do do you know whether or not the the spell you're talking about has, um, like is is a of a particular school of some sort, something like uh somebody in trained in the arcane arts? You would need somebody primal. You would need somebody who understands really arcane primal stuff. Yeah, like they would need to be able to, well. Okay, you told me not to listen in, but, like, if you guys did the thing, who helped you? Because that's the same kind of magic that we're going to be trying to throw around. So... Trill's mom? What? No. 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 What about... I mean, Pauline can cast spells. Well, that's two. That's awful. We need two, don't we? Don't we only need two? Yeah. This is a terrible idea, though. Why? Because they're going to be there. With us. We can ask Danger. That choice. I mean, you can give them the choice. True. Well, no, because if we ask, they're going to feel pressured to say yes, because they're going to be like, well, we should do something to help them. Well, you do realize that that's what every person feels in society, right? Like, yeah, I know. I feel it all the talk time. To another individual, you're always going to feel pressure. Do you always cave into people who ask you to do things? Uh, no. Good. I I think your mother and Pauline are made of much more experienced and sooner stuff than any of us, frankly. Mm. Crawl, trill, creep, roll me perception. I mean, oh, I'm me too. not even going to bother. Like... Uh, that's a 12. I also got a 12. All right. Uh, File, roll me your stealth. Creep is genuinely concerned about trills, like, obvious social anxiety. I mean, it... <laughs> I don't know if you want to involve her, but, but Grace... And cast rituals. She might. It's also an option. Dirty 20. On a dirty 20, you are out of there and no one realizes you are gone. Where are you going? I'm going to find the ladies. All right. You go over to Trill's mom's room. Doors open. Um, you see that Nasia is kind of once again laying on the bed. Uh, next to Pauline and is just kind of like brushing her hair. Hi, hi darling. Hey. Knock, knock. Sorry. I. Well, okay. Yeah, I wanted to intrude a little bit. Um... So, um... 
you know what's going to happen, right? Like we're we're about to go take on one of the the what well, we believe to be one of the necessaries, right? Yeah, Merrick filled us in before y'all came back upstairs. Yeah. So, um, Rupert actually found us a, a spell that might help. Only problem is it's a ritual spell. So we need someone, two people actually, they're casting uh, while the rest of us are trying to help contain this thing. And do you know anyone who could do that? Well, I mean, if y'all are going to keep us safe, we can do it. And she looks at Nasia, and Nasia just nods in agreement. I mean, we will absolutely do our best to protect you, but I'm going to be honest with you. There is some risk. There's always risk living around here. Yeah. So, I mean, if I'm being honest here, you two are two amazing badass women, and I would love you to come along with us. But I also want this to be your choice, and I want you to understand that there is some risk. And, I mean, we don't even really fully comprehend what we're going up against. So. You see Nassia looks at you and goes, you didn't tell Trill you were coming, did you? No, I just left. They were prattling on and they talk way too much and I'm a bit more like, let's get stuff done. Well, let's get stuff done. Yeah, I love it. You guys start heading back over to the other room. What's going on in there? As you're Great, as sitting in the in, living room now. Very well, good. As, as they come back in, I'm just sitting there talking out loud. Might be able to convince Rabbit Scream to do it. He's been really wanting to be useful again, and I know he can cast rituals. I mean, I didn't want to have to say it either, but you know that asshole who tried to brainwash me? He's a wizard. Maybe we could pay him? Uh, I wouldn't trust him. Hmm. Did you say Rabbit Scream? Did I mishear that name? No, that's correct. Okay. Here's a herring gone. You, y'all can keep looking for somebody if you want, but we already talked to Miss Fio, and we're willing to do it. Wait, what? 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 what, what, what no, no, no. But if you guys, what, what? What if it counts as violence? Right? You're casting a spell on someone. Your mom comes over and puts a hand on your face. Honey, I've lived long enough. If I can do this to help you, and if this is helping to help your dad somehow. Yeah. Look at all this power is doing. I mean, still, still have to, you know, put you in danger to accomplish anything. So, yeah. You see the two of them turn around and sit down and start talking to one another about, you know, making sure that they're ready to go and try, starting to put together ingredients, even though they don't know what's going to be needed in the spell. They start rummaging through cupboards. We can probably ask 
rip it what it needs. Save some time. Hold on. Thirty seconds goes by. Moment goes by. Holding on. About two minutes later, all of a sudden, one of the corners of the the kitchen starts to get dark, and Rupert comes through carrying a book. That is a very neat trick. Um. Mr. Crawl, I didn't tell the turtle lady that I took this, and she might get mad that I did, so if she asks, you took it. Says you're a spy. <laughs> and Fire gives Crawl a wink. It's not that book, Master. It's a different book. Oh, shit. She's has written down somewhere, you're a spy. Yeah, yeah. I know. You know? Yep. Does she have that Obi? Nope. She's a, she's a good friend. I mean, good friends don't necessarily write that secret down. You'll see it's not in my book. I mean, she's the one that put a bunch of gold forward to get us into a huge advantage in that arena fight to help you guys win at my request. Hmm. To, like change the wind or something. Yeah, she's she pretty much single handedly funded the wind fund. Huh. I guess I'll just owe her another favor now because of this book. You guys have like a whole bunch of rare ingredients and stuff anywhere? Oh wait, downstairs, didn't you have a bunch of stuff? Yeah, yeah, my dad's uh study. Um yeah, once you get down there, I think it's on the right. Okay. You should be able to find anything you need. Um, excuse me, Bob and Trails Bob, can you guys please come with me? We're going to get ready. Hey, do you have any idea where we could do this in the rib? Like, is there, like, a place you think that he'll be? Will he be in that place that he had me? Hmm. Quite possibly. We really know, yeah. Yeah, Most that's the question. How are we going to get to him? I could take you all there. We could slip the... past all the guards and everything and go to wherever you wanted the rib. Just <laughs> tell me where we're going. Um, yeah. I think that could work. Sort of a, you know, jumping in the deep end. Uh, your bag of glory at hearing skipping past all of the fights that you could have on the way to this big giant battle is vehemently against it. Great, we'll just like kind of under his breath just be like, you don't realize what it really just means is they weren't worth our time. So we're just going to the one that counts. It's very grumpy, but it doesn't it doesn't say anything worse or do anything worse. You can just tell it's like harumph.
Creates uh, just kind of like, huh? I wonder if we're jumping in the deep end. I might need a little more than this. Then uh, what? Would you mind if I uh, poked around a little more downstairs? I this is a an amazing sword, by the way. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But um, could use a slight upgrade to my armor. Please. Oh yeah, yeah. No, of course. Um, by all means, uh, if you find anything down there that fits, then you know, consider it yours. Appreciate it. Uh, create a little catch up with Rupert and the ladies. Just be like, let me um, let me escort you. Well, you guys make your way down. As you come up, you see now that you're up above where those massive dragon footprints were, and for what what does that trigger in Crete? Seeing these massive creatures that have now essentially given them their power over to you and stepped back out of this world and, and entrusted the, the future with you. How does that impact him seeing it? Or does it not? Uh, Crete is still processing his feelings about the wardens, the, the previous custodians. Because um, he's a little conflicted in that he he doesn't necessarily agree with their decision to give up, but he also understands that thousands of years is a long long ass time, uh, and uh, uh, based on the conversations they all had, like his his personal feelings are unresolved to a certain degree. He didn't agree with a lot of the decisions that were made up until this point, but. At the same time, he recognizes that the like there's a bit of sadness in that these essentially mythological creatures, these legends in existence, uh, are have literally just faded from the world. Uh, so, like, there's a sense of responsibility there. All right, and you make your way down, go into the basement. They break off to the side that has all of the fancy alchemical stuff because that's where all the the main components they're going to need are. Rupert takes the book, puts it down in the the main area, like kind of the center, and starts like shouting different ingredients to them for them to be able to collect. Uh, And as you get down here, go ahead and roll me an investigation. Yeah. My super awesome investigation skills. There were some Nat in the 20. audience. Ooh, look at you. There, you know, there were people in the audience wondering why you walked away from the artificer to go find good stuff. But hey, you know what? With a nat 20, you find good stuff. Uh, tell me what you're looking for. Uh, so, Crete's chain mail has probably seen better days at this point. Because, um, mm-hmm. like... Basically, since the beginning of all this, we haven't really had time to like really stop and take care of things, and so it hasn't been repaired. Yeah, it's kind of so, grimy. 
Yeah, it's getting like really kind of grimy and, and and broken a little bit in certain areas. So what he's look hoping for is like essentially uh, enough pieces to kind of slap together to either uh, uh, like upgrade to uh, splint or um, or full plate. I don't think I wouldn't expect there to be like a set of full plate that would actually fit him anywhere down here. So he's just sort of like basically going through just saying, hey, I need better heavy, better heavy armor than what he currently has. And so like uh, as a Goliath, I think he would just like take whatever, you know, pieces of uh, plate he can find laying around and like try to strap them on in, in whatever way possible. Well, with a natural 20 and looking around specifically for heavier armor, you notice that in in the one of the corners, kind of behind a couple of... Let me go ahead and move you to the basement for a second. You notice that in one of the corners, uh, there is like a box and an anvil, and it's where you had previously found your sword. Um, but... You didn't ever look in the box, so you crack the box open, and you take a look inside, and you find what appears to be splint mail. But it, it does look like it is sized for a fairy, and not for a Goliath. Um, as you kind of pick it up to kind of look at it, though, it changes size in your hands to be big enough for you to be able to wear. Oh, just gives a low whistle and it's like, hmm, all right. Well, see how this goes. Uh, you find uh, that you are able to don it faster than you were able to take off your chain shirt. Huh. Uh, impressive. You can mark down on your sheet that you now have plus one splint mail. Woo! With, uh, I don't know if you can put properties on it, but you can put it on and take it off as if it were clothing. So it does not take like any kind of long period of time. Uh, and it will resize to whatever, wh whoever is currently holding it. Oh, so it's like cast off. Yep. Cast off armor. Yep. Okay. Uh, and you see that on one of the, the shoulders, there is the emblem of the Barbelly family shop. I like, give it a little polish. And we're going to need three eyes of Newt. Right now, Crawl is just sitting down, meditating with his staff, and also, like, revising his spell list, basically. Like, he's just doing a long rest right now, and he's revising his spell list. Anyone else going downstairs? Anyone else doing anything upstairs? Um, I don't have time to do, like, an infusion or anything, right? I mean, as long as you guys want. You don't know how long it's going to take them to gather stuff up. No, uh, Well, the infusion happens after a long rest, so... I would have to probably wait until the next time we... Well, do you do guys want to strike at night, or do you want to strike during the day? 
All right. Well, in the interim, uh, Trill's just kind of staring at his tea. Deep into the tea. And contemplating. Brawl has made it pretty clear that he's doing a long rest. Just just to clear that up. Because Crawl uh, needs to change his spells. He's doing he's happening. doing that cat thing again. Where he's like, I'm just gonna lay down. Doesn't matter where. While he's doing this though, he is gonna be like, Hey, uh hey Trill. Hmm. Did your uh dad like have any cool cloaks or anything? Like I'm not I'm not too into wearing armor. But any any cool cloaks? Uh you know, he probably does, actually. I remember he he was good friends with um, a couple of wizards back in the day. And, I mean, he did work a lot with armor. I don't remember caring much about clothes when I was younger, so I wouldn't have noticed. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's something downstairs. If you, I mean, if you wanted to go down, um, Crete's down there now. He found a pretty good sword last time. I'm sure he'll find something this time. It might be worth a look through, unless you have something else you're doing. Well, I'm I'm messing with my spells right now, but I think yeah. I might take you up on that. Actually, I think I'm going to go take a look down, too. Maybe I find a better bow or armor or something. Although, I guess my armor is infused. And so is my bow. Never mind. I think I'm good, actually. Yeah, whatever. I'll take a look. Fire, what are you doing up here? Yeah, Fire would have wandered downstairs with everyone, and she's going to just be... Leaning against a bench while they're all putting stuff together and just kind of chatting with Rupert and like so. I think I'm ready for like uh, some more spells and cantrips. Like, I mean, what do you think? What cantrip should I learn next? Um. Well, there's a lot of really cool ones. I could tell you about different ones if you want, but like, I think you probably know more about magic than I do. No, I... I know. I know how to do special stuff with my cantrips, though. You do, like, yeah. Your mage hand is like amazing. So, like, just so sell yourself so Like, you are unique, okay? But I, I'm gonna say it. I value your opinion on this. So, well, like, what do you want it to do? Hmm. Well, okay. So, now that, like, me and my buds here are exiles, like, we can attack people. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, right now, I just kind of got more, like, handy ones, you know? Well, I mean, okay, yeah, I, I also have Fireball and Mind Sliver, but, you know. I just love how Fire was like, I'm ready to cut a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the gloves are off. Well, right now it sounds like you have a lot of things for like if people are far away from you. Do you want something for like if they're close to you? That could be handy. I did also learn Misty Step. So if I need to get away. Um I could teach you one that is pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. So first, you gotta take your hands like this. And he, oh. kind of sh he, sh he shows you how, like a hand motion. Okay. And then you have to do this, and he claps his hands together. And when he does, there is a 
thunderous boom and everything on the tables nearby him except for the book he has been reading from all kind of go flapping up in the wind and away from him how about our earbuds like can we still hear oh, it, it it was deafening you, you are you were definitely going mop yeah mop. Mop, mop. <laughs> does he this <laughs> it's called thunderclap what? Yeah, it's pretty cool. And I have a special thing that I could do with it where, like, so normally you have to do it, like, within five feet of you, but I could do it, like, far away from me. I can see your mouth moving. He so that's probably of, just going to be like that conversation he, for a while. <laughs> he re reaches forward and just kind of touches you for a second, and you feel your hearing like slowly start to come back. Oh, that one's called thunderclap. Yeah. You want to learn how to do that one? Yeah. Okay, you hang out here and like help me with getting these materials, and I'll tell you how to do it while we're doing that. Okay, that sounds good. So, what's next, boss? What's next is you're going to roll an arcana to see how well you learn from the master now. Oh, one second. I have been looking at my spell, so I need to get back to my other page. Okay, so arcana? Yep. It's going to be 14. Okay, not, not as good as I've been rolling for my other arcana, but... It it takes you a while to figure out this cantrip. It like going deaf every time he shows you how to do it is certainly not helping <laughs> matters, but you can tell that like he is teaching you better than you were teaching him because you were kind of doing it like, uh yeah, I'll do it, but it's only because it's going to amuse me. You can tell like he's really mm -hmm. trying to teach this mm -hmm. to you. <clears throat> but yeah, that's over the eight hours you will learn how to cast the cantrip thunderclap. Yep. Um, so you're doing that. Trill, you came downstairs to, to rummage around. So when you get downstairs, go ahead and roll me your investigation. You come yeah. down to a thunderous boom. Ah. 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 Hope nothing broke down here. All right, investigation. 27. With a 27 investigation, tell me what you're looking for. Well, I was originally looking to infuse a cloak of protection, but I mean, I was also kind of wondering if maybe there was a better alternative or a better uh, choice for my crossbow, for my uh, short bow. So anything like either a replacement bow or a replacement uh, or like a you magic item of some kind. You find a cloak that gives a plus one armor bonus. You find a second cloak that when you pick it up at first, you're not exactly sure what it does. Um, you're going to need to roll an arcana on it to, to kind of figure that one out. But one of them you can pretty easily tell is a, a plus one cloak. You don't find anything great weapon-wise for you down mm -hmm. here. Um, there, it, from what you can remember is your dad only ever had 
the one hand crossbow that he used for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and he really never made any more. He made lots of swords. He made lots of like hammers, mauls for people. Um, but he didn't really make a lot of like ranged weaponry because he just always used his and he didn't really want to make them for anybody else. Um, but what you do find is down over in a corner, there are a whole ton of ball bearings that are way larger than ball bearings need to be. Each of them is probably about the size of a baseball, and they are stacked in a big pyramid uh, in one of the corners. And as you're looking at them, all of them seem to glow with magical aura. Huh. Um, I'm going to do an arcana before I pick it up. Kind of want to look around it. Um, should I do an arcana? Uh, would that be an arcana or would it be like a... Arcana. Or history or something. Yeah. You could do a history if you wanted to, but arcana is what I would call for. Yeah. Uh, 16. Uh, it, it seems like this is all magical ore. Um, like to be created or crafted into items that like was being stored down here like instead of ingots it was just mm-hmm. he, had, he had all of these ball bearings but looking at this like it is a pyramid of ball bearings that like all of them are just sitting it is a more than a literal ton of metal interesting and yeah okay so and it's all magic yep. metal magic metal all right um i'm gonna take the cloak and fold it and set it aside for crawl when he comes down um in case we end up having time to do like a long rest i can do the infusion and make my own cloak protection um but i also am going to want to do an arcana on the other one go ahead and roll it i like to imagine the arcana for figuring out what this cloak is is turning it over and just checking the the tag I'm like, all right, I'm check. only. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn, that's going to be a seven. Uh, you l- look at this thing, and you cannot, for the life of you, figure out what the hell it is supposed to do. Ugh. I kind of turn it over, turn it over again, and then tilt my head back and sigh. And I'm like, all right. And I kind of walk out, and I'm like, Fio, question. That's five's hearing right now. Roll me a d20. If it's uh, t- <laughs> less than 10, you cannot hear him when he comes out. Cute. Sure. CD20. 18. Yep, the, you, were, you were right in the middle of coming back from grabbing an ingredient he asked you for, so your, your ears were fine. Hmm? Uh, um, question. This. Question about this. Kind of hold the okay. cloak out there. Uh, what does it look like to you? I can't figure out what it does. A cloak. <sighs> yes, I know it's a cloak, but it's magic. I just want to know magic how before I put it on and turn into like a, you know, goblin. With wings. I don't want to see that. I know, so would I. But not right now, because we have other things to be doing. Do we? Not at the moment, but soon. Just look it over. You're just standing there. I was getting ingredients for Rupert. No, you're standing here talking to Rupert while they get ingredients. 
She literally was bringing back ingredients when you oh, asked her this question. <laughs> yes. oh, okay. yes. I thought she was. I thought she said she was standing I'm here just talking to them. Being helpful. Okay, okay, you could be helpful. Just be helpful momentarily with this. This is uh, important for the exact same reason. It could help us in battle. Twenty-two. He says this could be helpful in battle. You look at it, and what the the magic behind this cloak is, as you're kind of bitsing and fuddling with it for like less than 10 seconds, you realize that this cloak has the ability to summon food and water up to three times per day. It's a travel cloak. It's a backpack. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Really a travel. More travel, travel specific. Yeah. Travel how? Like it teleports? No. Like... Makes you food and water. Oh, and good for travel. Travel cloak. Oh. Yeah. Um, neat. Well, not what I was hoping, but maybe you could throw some food at them and fight. You know, I just might. Yep. That's fine. Like, I was going to turn that. back and keep going. Fine. I grab the cloak back. Bring it back to the other room. Ugh, toss it on the desk. And I was like, oh, screw it. I'm just going to make my own cloak. And if we do end up taking a long rest, uh, we'll be making a cloak of protection. Okay. Everybody else seems like they're taking a long rest because one person wants to learn a spell, one person wants to shift some around. Is the cloak on the table still? Does he just leave it there? Oh, I, I was going to just bring it back into the other room and just leave it on the table in there. It will... Unless you like want to hold on to it. Go into a bag. Mm-hmm. What? Fine, whatever. But later, just in case. All right, fine. Yeah, you could keep it. It's not like it's doing any good down here, collecting dust. Exactly. Uh, anything else good down here? I found a cloak of protection, plus one. I figured, you know, it might be good for you, or crawl. Or actually, even creep. He doesn't have a cloak. He'd look good mm. in a cloak. I think he tends to look better with less on, but okay. Um. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you want that, that's in there too. I guess you can fight crawl for it, which I guess is the same as saying you can take it. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm gonna stuff both in my bag. Uh. Also, if you want to take a look in there, anything else? I mean, you don't really do a lot of combat. Uh. I don't know. They might be like. Hello. Well, yeah, but you don't like stab people or anything, is what I mean. Oh. Um, Yeah, but I mean, if you you could take a look, you know, maybe find some new shoes, maybe a you know new robe, new rings, Mm. necklace, eyeliner. I don't know. Take a look. See if you find anything. If you need me, I'll be upstairs in my room, crafting. Mm Mm-hmm. Just like eyeliner. Mm Mm-hmm. Plus one eyeliner. <laughs> Can she do a, a lack and see what else there is? Go ahead and roll an investigation, and you're going to be walking away from Rupert. Damn it. Okay. Nine. It's not very good. 
Yeah, you don't wander too far from him because he keeps telling you things or like stuff like that. So you can't really get too far to look. Um, nothing really out of the ordinary that you find. Okay. All right. Anybody else doing anything else before you guys are finishing up your long rest? Um, I mean, at some point, I'm going to go find Brill and be like, hey, did you find a cool cloak for me? I assume he comes back upstairs and you could ask him then. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, cloak? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There is one that makes food and one that uh, it's kind of like a plus one protection. gives you some little deflection from attacks. Um, you know, Fire was down there looking. Wait, wait, wait. the hmm? one that makes food? Yeah, it makes food and water three times a day. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, I think uh, Fire has it in her bag so that we didn't lose it again. You know, oh, okay. Fire junk down there. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you wanted to go downstairs and take a look, be my guest. Yeah. Mikasa Soup House. I'll be in my room. I am going to head downstairs and say, hey, Fire, amidst the thunderous cacophony. You'll have to speak up. Nah, same rules apply. You roll that d20. <laughs> okay. Well, let's do that. Tinnitus is tricky. Okay. Yeah, she's definitely deaf. <laughs> so it takes you a few seconds, but finally you're able to get through to her. It's like, cloak, make food. Can I have it? Mm-hmm. She'll take it out of her bag. That's awesome. And she's going to say really loudly, because obviously she doesn't understand how loud her voice is like, you want the protection one? No, no, I want the one that I can use to feed animals. What? The, the food one. F- food. Food, Yeah. Okay. She'll hand that one over. All right, I I put that one on. She's also kind of intrigued how it works. Like, where does the food come out of? <laughs> Falls out <laughs> off of his back. <laughs> you just pull it out of the pocket. <laughs> He just kind of flaps his cape and it just boom, drops yeah. out behind him. Yeah. Or, or do you put it on the ground? And she's going to be saying this all the Or do you put it on the ground and then futa! Dinner is served. I really like that idea. Like you set it down like a picnic blanket and boom, mm-hmm. food. Yes. Or you can do that, like the magic how it works. Sure. I like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, do no, I like, kind of like the idea of doing the magic trick. You lay it on like a surface or a table. Oh, and there you go. You yank it. Yes. And the plates are all there with the food. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the picnic one's pretty awesome, too. Just kind of pops out. And it's nice, you know, nice uh, nice culinary and like a nice little uh, plate set, too. <laughs> little flowers on it. Did you get it to work? Yeah, it works. The food what thing? What kind of food is there? Yeah. It it looks like it is essentially like a gruel, like a like yeah. an oatmeal, and then a like a little cup of water, both of them in earthenware. 
Was okay. it um, summon food and water for one person? Yes. Okay. Maybe if you get better, it'll be better food. Oh, maybe. I'm sure animals will be happy anyway. That's the real goal. Animals? Yeah, I, I want this so that like, when I try to get animals to help do things, I'll have more food available to give it to them. She's just going to look down from the grill to crawl to the food. Like, okay. It goes back to thunder clapping. That's what the kids call it these days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anybody else doing anything else before your long rest? I am going to also ask Trill if he can make me a mask. Not magical or anything, just I want a mask. A mask? Yep. Uh, like, and I'll, like, but... I'll basically tell you like the design for it. Uh, yeah. I mean, sure. I'll make you a mask. Man, I haven't actually crafted things like that in a while. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. Definitely. Uh, so what's it going to look like? It is going to look like this image. Minus the cigarette. Now it has to include the cigarette. So you just want it to be like a circle with a black in the middle and a question mark? Yep. Eye holes. All right. That's it. Kind of uh, simple. avant-garde. Uh, any material in particular or just something breathable? Whatever you have that would that would be a good material for it. All right. All right. I think I, I think I got something. Uh, sure. Yeah, I can I can whip that up. Thank you. I guess I'm making a mask. Woo! Do do do. You have something to do. Because you guys don't have anything else going on. Uh, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else we need to get done? tonight while they're preparing stuff on their end. Uh, oh, I'm going to turn to Crawl. Uh, crawl, 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 Crawl. Mm -hmm. um, maybe now would be a good time to maybe send some uh, of your friends up to uh, maybe get a little look-see around the uh, Goliath area. Yeah, I could sure try. I mean, we may not be able to really uh, get them back here, but if we uh, if you get you know, send them up there. You can have them meet us in the jail or whatever have you. Do I know about how far, like, it is? it would take for a bird to fly there? Probably a couple hours. It, okay. What You know, once it can get out of this place. Yep, yep. I'm going to go outside and look for any birds that are trapped in this place. <laughs> Just doing loops. Earlier, we previously established there were no birds trapped in this place. Oh, that's right. Wait, can't you, you summon have, birds with your... You have Corbin, and you have the head of your staff that you can use, though. That's right. All right. I will send Corbin and the head of the staff both out. Um, Do what? The head of the staff was like a messenger one, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Corbin is just going to go to the Goliath encampment and try to look around for... See if it can spot Resic. I'll mm -hmm. describe Resic to Corbin, and he'll be like, "That'll be an easy one because he's my familiar." 
ask him if he can spot him, figure out what building he's in. Also, just let us know, like, try to keep track of where most of the Goliaths are up there so that we can maybe avoid larger groups of them. Mm -hmm. And then the staff one, I am going to send to Manta and be like, a friend stole your book. I'm sorry. I'll try to get it back. Very good. Roll me an investigation for Corbin. Actually, roll me three investigations for Corbin. I don't know what his investigation is. Probably not. Oh, his investigation is going to be terrible. Not a perception? You have him looking for these people and like hunting them down in particular? He's looking for Resek. He's not just like looking around to get the lay of the land. He's look he's looking around to get the lay of the land to try to figure out where like the majority of them are, and he's trying to see if he can spot Resek. I I would say if he's looking for Resic in particular, it's going to be investigation. If he's looking for the lay of the land, it'll be perception. You can do both. Because he has three rolls. Okay, I'll do one for Resic and two lay of the land, I guess. Okay. All right, the one for Resic is a two, because he has minus four in investigation. The other two for Lay of the Lands are a nine and a 13. Uh, so you guys go through your long rest. Uh, your bird comes back, the staff, head of your staff comes back first, and it just has the message... All right, you little twerp, bring my damn book back. Uh, and then it settles back onto your staff and and uh, reforms. Uh, towards the end of your long rest, Corbin will show back up and communicate. A lot of them at the bottom of the rim, a lot of them on the rim. Didn't, not really a distinction between the two couldn't find Russick. All right, so it doesn't matter where we go. I will he relay. Does, he does mention that there were there was a place down below and a place up above that both had more people. The place down below was the new Arena Masters building, which was used to be the Goliath Trade building, and mm -hmm. the one up top is the temple, the church, the, the main long house that they've got up there. Okay. Um, I will just make sure and just let everyone know. Um, while we were arresting, Corbin went out and he found that the majority of the Goliaths are either on the ground level at the new Arena Master location or up top 
near the temple, like the longhouse. Oh, jeez. Do you have an idea where uh, where he might be? Unfortunately, uh, no. Well, was, it, was it I up in that the temple place? The longhouse, yes. Yeah, I was in that room. But that's where he put me. So, like, that's the last place I saw him. You want me to go find him? I don't know if it's necessary to risk discovery at this point. Um, wait, there's a thing with my, um... You can roll a d100 if you would like. Yeah. I would like. And then there's gonna be one more. 98. Uh, drinking that potion will also imbibe the the user with plus two to a stat for one minute. So overall a plus one bonus, because it's the plus two is to the stat itself. Alright, and is that, uh, do they choose the stat or is it random? They choose the stat when they drink it. Okay. And the second one uh, is going to be a, uh, that one is a boldness potion and a D100. It's going to be an 82. Eighty-two is plus one regen for ten rounds. So at the regen. start of, start at the start of every round, they gain one hit point back. Oh, nice. All right, and also because of my skill, um, any creature that uh, drinks one of my experimental experimental elixirs also is going to be getting two d six plus five temp HP. It's temp hit points. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything has ever been sweeter to Crete's ears. Uh, yes. And Crete uh, uh, gets extra hit temp hit points when he gets temp hit points. Emotionally <laughs> invested in this now. Oh, yeah. No, and so now the one's a plus two to stat, and the other one's plus one regen. If you ever need more, just ask. I apparently have like a potion dispenser on this hand. So, I mean, we have a 50-50 shot, but we have kind of an idea that he might be at one of them. Yeah. Hmm. All right. You, well, hmm? I guess yeah. he's not Russick anymore. What do you mean? I was gonna say, Preet, you know him best. Where would he be? But he's do you think he knows who he is? What do you mean? I mean, we don't really know what state his mind's in. I mean, he left my family. He ends up fighting my own, you know, my father. Like, I don't, I don't think it's actually him really in control. Mm. He's the avatar of the Nessus at this point. The Nessus is probably in control. Yeah. All right. All right. 
Um, yeah. Well, I have the runes copied down, so once we have them in stasis, we can hopefully extract the bean and put it back into the cage, so we'll see. But the rest of you, when we get there, can't touch it, like, at all. Or it will probably kill you. I probably should have said that at some point, and I'm glad I did now, because... Yeah. Yeah. Like, can we not touch Resic or... No, the prison. Uh... Yeah. Oh, speaking of... How do we get him to the prison? Well, once he's in stasis, I mean, Rupert could drag it, take him with us, right? I don't know how to get there. It's on some crazy fucking sky island. Oh. Oh. Well, good news. Uh, we could take him there, actually. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah, can we do this that? Perfect. While he's still in stasis, or does the people doing the spell need to come along? No, he'll be in stasis. Like, and he he looks at the book, and he's like kind of thumbing through it. It doesn't look like this thing wears off. Okay, but like, yeah. I mean, it has to, right? Well, at some point, I would imagine. I mean, maybe. I'm sure we can dispel it or something after the fact. Uh, by the way, by the Fio, way, uh... Fio, I am guessing you are going to be the closest person to Rupert during this conversation. Please roll me a perception check. And do it with advantage because you spent a lot of time with him. Okay, so my first one was 19. And second roll was 10. So let's go with 19. All right, well, when you roll with that 19, uh, you notice at this, just just now, as he's kind of thumbing through, that kind of towards the front of this book, where, like, the initial footnotes, are, or where, where the initial, like, entry is being written about, like, this is how I discovered what this spell does, yada, yada, yada. Like, there's, like, a, it, this entire book is about that spell. You notice that in there... It mentions that this spell is a theoretical spell because it would never be able to be cast without a divine being, which they never had. So no one would know how long this lasts because no one has actually performed the spell before. That we're aware of? No, that, like literally, the spell has not been cast. Hmm. <laughs> By the way, Rupert, Manta's really going to want the book back, just so you know. What book? Yeah, what book? As long as we don't say nothing, then she'll never know we took it, right? Yeah, she already knows it's missing. Did you tell her? I mean, I told her I'd get it back to her, but I'm pretty sure she already knew it was missing, friend. Right, but there's so many people at her house. It could have been any of them. Why did you ruin it? Master, he is terrible at this stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't say mm -hmm. who took it. And that was something. Hey, let's look at right now. Is there an entry about me? In what? This is the spell book. All, not, this not is the just notebook. the spell book. All the other notes were back into other books. You didn't get a look? Yeah. Okay, fine. Does Manta have this spell book? I don't know. I you honestly see, don't know. He knows her better than I do. Manta isn't even a spellcaster. 
That's kind of curious. Are you sure she's not? I am fairly, I am as positive as I can be. Yeah, it's not totally. Well, that's because there's no way to be totally sure. So are we going? Am I flipping a coin to where we're taking you guys? What's up? I think we should go to the longhouse. I agree. Um, also, I think we should maybe say it now before you know, death. Uh, do we have a plan for actually dealing with him? I mean, last time we encountered him, he seemed a bit overpowering. Well, unless Merrick was lying, I hope that the Beacon of Hope spell will help to lessen his powers over us. Do you need to cast that now or once we get there? I am going to cast it now and every 55 seconds from here on out. Uh, 54 seconds. Okay, 54 seconds. Uh, well, it, uh, I think it, as far as plans go, I am going to charge in try to weaken him long enough to or yes, yeah, weaken him and if necessary I will uh, try to pin it down to the ground if I can, I'll try to hold them there as long as I possibly can Can I can I speak up here for just a second? Of course this is going to take a little bit of time for us to be able to do, but Rupert was letting me look through that book last night while we were getting all the, well, earlier today, I guess, while you were sleeping. Uh, but while I was looking at it, it, it only looks like it matters that he's there when we finish casting the spell. So if y'all have to take him away temporarily, like into another room or something like that while we're casting it, as long as you can get him back into the room and in the right spot when we finish, it should work. If either Nasia or I go down, someone else is going to have to step in to cast the spell. I'm pretty sure everybody here could try and do it, but it might not be effective especially if you're busy doing other things though so you know keeping us up is preferable but you know I, just keep that in mind he doesn't need to be there the whole time i i will be very focused on trying to keep everyone alive yeah and i'll be using non-lethal attacks the entire time an unconscious body should work just as well right i don't see why not Are we Until ready? We get there. We confirm his location, start the ritual, and then try to stall him long enough. Then grab him and drag him in, or do we just go straight into beating them? Uh, we can play it by ear. Okay. Aren't you going to talk to your mom? Kind of 
At least okay, wait, I'm when is she about that? Yeah, when is she planning on attacking? Okay. They're not planning on like they said that tomorrow morning was when the last people were gonna come and then they were gonna use some kind of green guy. He had this like rock or something that could apparently talk to you guys or something. Oh yeah. And then they were gonna like figure out like when you guys should attack tomorrow. So I think as long as we go now where there shouldn't be any trouble. Okay. Are we doing I was this? I gonna say it. Isn't your mom gonna be pissed that you just like went off without her? Didn't give her any word? Just saying. Not an unusual state. Let's do it. Okay. All right, let's go. All right, everyone, put your hands in the middle. Rupert there. just looks at you putting your hand out, turns around, like creates some shadow, and starts to walk into it. Uh, yeah, gives you a high five. Rupert. And then walks uh, in. Thanks, great. All right, everybody who is traveling by shadow for the first time, which is all of you guys, make wisdom saving throws, which you have advantage with thanks to Beacon of Hope. And you have a plus three because of me, assuming so, everybody still counts as 10 feet. They, they would, as long as nobody like dawdles, they would all be within 10 feet. Okay, great. Ooh, thank goodness. I rolled a natural one otherwise. Um, that's going to be a 17. For me. Fifteen. Fio? So you're saying it's plus three? Is that right? Yep. And with advantage. So with the plus three and advantage, mine would be fifteen? Alright, so nobody was below a 15, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Alright, as you guys are moving through the shadow, at the periphery of your mind, you f- hear what sounds like glass scratching against glass, but you can't make anything out, and it doesn't get any louder. You see where Rupert is walking in the front, and you follow him for what feels like maybe five minutes of walking through this dark tunnel. And then you finally start to see what appears to be light at the end of the tunnel. And as you guys approach Crete, you're the first one who notices, because you're familiar with this light. It is the light from the brazier in the Great Hall. As you guys enter the Great Hall, there is a shadow cast from a lone man standing with his back to to you, facing the fire. The brazier is the only real heavy source of light. There are a couple torches on the wall, but they don't really emit a ton of light right now. It almost seems as if the flames themselves have been diminished in some way. And that brazier's glow should seemingly be casting much more light than it is, but you can only just kind of make it out as if it were a campfire in the distance right now. And you guys enter into the Great Hall. 
as you guys walk in, the shadows begin to recede from behind you. I need all of you to make me a strength, a dex, a con, a charisma, a wisdom, and an intelligence saving throw. Everything but int? Every, no, every, all six of them. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I guess we'll write them down, then we'll just go in order and give you yep. the numbers. Yep, everybody roll them. Keep track of your numbers, and then let me know when everybody's done. We all have plus three, and we all have advantage on wisdom, right? Yep. All that chirping. <laughs> As all of the rolls come in one after the other. Choo, 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 choo. Rawl got a nine on strength. 22 on dex. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. These are plus three. 12 on strength. 25 on dex. Eight on Constitution. Sixteen. Oh no. Twenty-five on Wisdom. Twenty-six on Charisma, and my intelligence didn't go through. Twenty-two on Intelligence. All right. So you failed Strength and Con. Keep that in mind for just a second. I'll let you know yep. what happens. All right, uh, Trill. You got a twelve on Strength. You got a 16 on dex. You got a 25 on constitution. A 27 on intelligence. A 17 on wisdom. And a 22 on charisma. So you only failed strength. And that was plus three for all of them? Yep, and advantage on your wisdom. Go Crete. Yeah, Crete got a 23 on strength. A 21 on dex. A 7 on constitution. A 15 on intelligence. A 18 on wisdom. And a 14 on charisma. So you failed con and charisma. And file? Okay, fire got a sexy 20. Uh, so she got 23 for strength. And so she's like, mm, mm. Um, <laughs> Dex, she got 11. Con, she got 22. As usual. Intelligent, she got 23. Another sexy 20. Mm, mm. Flexing her brain as well. Uh, wisdom. She got 21. Charisma. She got a nine. And I think that's it for her. All right, so yeah. the only, only one you failed was charisma. Yeah, which is not surprising. All right. For your failed stats for this fight, drop your stat to six. Oh, Just that Jesus. particular one? What do you mean? What was that? Like the one you failed? Just the ones you failed, yes. So you're going to go in and you're going to modify that stat to be six. Yeah, just click on the number and then click go to override. Uh, 
Okay. Should be override score, and you just change it to six. Is it too late to use an inspiration? Uh, now that you know that you failed and what it is, is it too late? Yes, it is now too late. <laughs> yeah. right. Fine. What did you fail, Kareem? Con and charisma. Mm. Oof. Uh, you feel, uh, I will also let you know that uh, Pauline and Nasia uh, missed three of the saves, but both of them missed the saves on the strength-based stuff, so they did not have any of their spellcasting impacted, uh, and Rupert passed all of his saves. Does not want to save. I keep putting it in there. Right, override score. Six. Yeah, and then just and then just click out of the like back on. Okay. Your oh, maybe that's what I was doing. Okay, yeah, no yeah, it's working now. Sweet. All right. Um, you all feel as you show up in this room that the very essence of yourselves, the deepest, darkest parts of yourselves, the most destructive parts of yourselves, the most sorrowful, the most remorseful parts of yourselves, all seem to ache in the presence of the, sh the man that is standing before you. And as he turns, <clears throat> you see Resic's face turning toward you, Crete. Well... I didn't think I'd see any of the rest of you again. Oh, here we are. Are you ready to bend the knee and join us? Quite the opposite. You see that he looks over your group one at a time. So be it then. More bodies. I can't speak of up. Everybody roll initiative. Nah. Nah. I'm going to try and pass that resilience potion to Crete as soon as I can. And the boldness. Take both of them. Well, crawl got team. a 28 for... Oh, Crawl. Damn. He has the alert feat. I got a 13. Oh, crap. I didn't realize we had a map. <laughs> what are these tokens? <laughs> Those other three tokens are great. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that one for Rupert is absolutely perfect. It is fantastic. Is Pauline or is Trill's mom the, like, Amazon warrior? Pauline. Okay. <laughs> I think if you click on her, it, it, it pops up the nameplate or, like, highlight over him. Oh, no, that's not for me. Yeah, no. 
Dang. All right. Yeah. For me, for me, each of them has a nameplate. All right. So I've got a twenty-eight. I've got a uh, thirteen. Nine for Crete. Yep. Eighteen for fire. I did yours backwards from everybody else's. All right. Uh, after initiative, that's when we're going to cut the episode for tonight. All right. Sounds good. Woo! All right. In the next two.